New Fattest Club is, hey! Built from the bucket list of a dying pervert, this Battery Park Bitch Parade is now managed by overweight game show host Fat Sajak. And this place has everything. Tweakers, skeevies, spud web, a child. And a Russian guy who runs on the treadmill in a Cosby sweater. So come on down this weekend. The bouncer is a bulldog who looks like Wilford Brimley. And the password is diabetes. Stefan, that sounds like a very cool place. And I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure that people exist who would enjoy hanging out at a place like that. But since New York has uh, so many holiday, holiday, holiday holiday sites to see, maybe you can think of something... More traditional for ordinary salt-of-the-earth people to check out. Yes, loud and clear. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. I don't care what the unemployment rate's going to be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. It's your shitty kid. You fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? Raise taxes on people. That's not the way. Corporations are people, my friend. We can raise taxes on... Of course they are. Everything corporations earn ultimately goes to people. So, where do you think it goes? Whose pockets? I can report to the American people and to the world. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of Al-Qaeda. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it... You're an idiot. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. We're going to try and do this show all the way through like how we used to. So I don't have to do all this extra fucking work afterwards. Yeah, all this. <clears throat> how you doing, man? Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. Is it that big a deal anymore? You, well, no. Uh, I think that, you know what? It's, I, I'm, I'd like to think that it. That it is because it's the one holiday that I'd like to think. Well, I mean, they're trying very hard to fuck it up, okay? Because well, they're, it's not, really, they're not trying to fuck it up, they're just trying to squirrels trying to get a nut, yeah. I know, but you know, get your fucking nut the next day, okay? <laughs> that's, well, that's what they're doing. You know, the nuts will be there. Well, yeah, you saw. I mean, really, is if if someone didn't shop at Walmart at eight o'clock on Thursday night, is that really going to break the fucking bank for Walmart? Fuck them. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know, it's it's. I, I don't just think it's a, for me. I don't give a shit either way. As long as nobody dies. Yeah, nobody died. Whatever. But whatever. I think you that, know what? We see and we know who the assholes out there are. Yeah, I know. But I just, I, I just, I mean, typically, I would definitely be on the page of you know what you know you work for a retailer it's the holiday season shut the fuck up go to work oh, quit your bitch and be happy that you have a job but there's a part of me that also thinks that you know what like these these companies got to just take a break you know what i mean like 
What really? What difference? You want to open at midnight? Fine. You want to open yeah. at eight? What the fuck? You know, it's like most what, laws. What, I don't think there's laws on the books that say stores have to be closed on Thanksgiving. I know, but like, just let folks have the day. Like, is it really? Is that four hours going to really make a difference? Maybe it did. I don't know. We'll find out. I doubt it. I don't care. I doubt Honestly, it. Honestly, I really don't care. Only once in my because life, two years ago, did I wait in line to try and get a cheap washer and dryer at Sears. Okay. And I was like 13th in line. And they had four. Okay. Right? And they had four. Yeah. By the time the guy get, got to me, he's just like, what do you get? And I go, washer and dryer. He says, I nope. they, no more. <laughs> like, well, fine. Fuck you. I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've worked enough retail. I've done Toys R Us during Christmas. I've done KB during Christmas. Uh, I've done movie theaters for like 20 fucking years. Yeah, but I think that that's totally different. I think that the but movie is theater thing, I think it is. Well, it is because it's worse than retail because they never fucking closed. Right, but I think that there's... This is one day. We're talking about one fucking day these people are bitching about. Meanwhile, we worked on Easter... Fourth of July, Thanksgiving, Christmas, I Christmas never Eve. On 4th of July. Fuck you and your birthday. Uh, it's my birthday. Um, uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, every fucking holiday, we worked. Yeah. Every single one. I have no sympathy for anybody that has to work. You have a fucking job. But I just, I just think that, given. I don't know. I, I I just I just don't understand why why like places like Walmart and and Target just because their sales they, for the year are down, so they're gonna try and do what they can to get into the black. But how many people do you think were going? You know what? Fuck. I if I don't want to go at midnight. If only they were open earlier. Oh, I'll go. Well, yeah, because people have to work the next day. So if they go at 8 o'clock the day before, they can still get to bed at a reasonable hour and go to their job. you know what? But the thing is, though, they also, you know, most of those offers are available online. I saw a lot of that, too. Well, you know what? Can't make it to the store Black Friday? Black Friday offers are available online. Oh, all right. Why the fuck am I in my slippers at 2 in the morning waiting to buy a, a television? I don't know. I don't know. I just... You know, it's just like you, like, like there are, I know, I, I can guarantee thing. there's a good percentage of people out there that are like you that are like, I need something like reasonable that, you know, um, is, is like a comfort, like not a comfort, but like a necessity. I need a washer and dryer. And there's people out there that are like that. Like I saw a bunch of people online that, um, that bought tires cause they needed tires. Yeah. So, yeah. Whatever. I just, I just don't get it. I just think that Thanksgiving is one of those, is one of those holidays that it's kind of tough to kind of fuck up, and it's starting to get fucked up. Where you just have a day to hang out with your family and your special people, and just eat. Yeah. That's it. There's no because Christmas has that whole like. There's all that like bullshit with gifts and stuff like that. Well, that's get that, the right yeah. thing. You know, there's all that that cloud hanging over you and Thanksgiving, Only if you let it, Thanksgiving I mean, really. didn't have that, you know, Easter still has the religious connotation to it. You know, well, Thanksgiving, yeah, not in this house. <laughs> thanks. Well, no, but I, I, I know, but Thanksgiving, at least it, it, yeah, you're, you're giving thanks or whatever, but you're also, it's just a day to sort of, you know, like, like at, at my house, we just sat around and we just kind of talked about, you know, what was, what was great over the year or, or, yeah. or, 
you know, it was just a nice day to have a great, like, like a conversation, just sort of right. look at the lat, like the past year and stuff like that. Our, our, our girls know? aren't old enough to totally grasp it. Ripley was happy for the whole world because she's four, so the whole world is awesome to her. Um, so, yeah, we we went to my parents and we had dinner, and it was like okay. I mean, I'm not wrecking on it or anything, but it's like we're over there all the time. It's there's yeah. nothing special except that there was a turkey cooked yeah so i mean and this wasn't this wasn't even even that i mean this was a meal it was like any other you know meal but you know it was the conversation was a little different you know what i mean yeah so i can i can definitely see that i i went to a movie and then i worked at night so i resisted all month doing the um thankful a day thing because i don't follow through with shit like that so I just did it all at once. Yeah, I saw that was funny. So I am really thankful for that one thing in there. You know which one it is. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I was trying to think. Because like when I drive to work, okay. So I I did an info dump of of stuff I was thankful for, and a lot of it is like heartfelt and stuff. And one of it's kind of tongue in cheek, but still sort of serious. Like I really appreciate when I drive into work and I'm stuck in traffic and there's girls with short skirts, tights and boots on. <laughs> That's really nice to see. Yeah. And I'm really glad that that fashion held over from last year to this year. I I like, I like legs. What's Yay wrong fashion. with that? Nothing. At so, all. Hey, nothing at all. I'm not, I, it's just, it just kind of makes me smile. <laughs> That's all. Who's um with us in the chat room here? Uh let's see. I'll go to this thing over here. We have I see some activity. We have five people logged in and four guests. Wow, the more All people right. than I Yes, Reverend Scott is there and he says he's glad the big boobs fashion held over. Yes. <laughs> um I don't know who anybody is. We got we got Reverend Scott, Travis, Mike, um, Jay and maybe Shad, I think, is in there. Yeah, I see him there. Um, so that's great. Hey, everybody. Did everybody have a nice Thanksgiving? Or whatever it was. And then in 20 nice, minutes, you'll get a response from the lag. Or a nice, you know, um, build up to Black Friday. I ordered a new Firewire for the uh, this thing. The camera? Yeah. Um, and I figure maybe we could put it in that corner over there. No, that could work. And do this way. That yeah. might be a little better. A 15-foot cable from Monoprice. Mm-hmm. Shipping cost as much as the cable. Wow. And it came to like $7.50. Cool. I love Monoprice. So I replaced all the soundproof padding stuff inside the hood on the projector at work. Yeah. And... um I needed some duct tape, so Wednesday night um, we went to Target to get duct tape because I needed it. Yeah, um, it's the only reason I went out to the stores, and um, just for the heck of it, I like scanned a couple of movies to check the prices, and their Black Friday prices were already on the stuff. Nice. So I bought Amazing Spider-Man for uh, sixteen, I think, Mine, and I it bet. came with an extra disc from Target. And Brave was only fifteen dollars on Blue. That's cool. So I bought we bought those. Oh, and I found this. I don't usually go for Matchbox cars. Oh, that's but, interesting. Um, I uh, hold it up for the camera. I can hold it up for the camera. Hold it up for the camera. The Mars Curiosity Rover. I've been looking for it for like 
two months it was supposed to be in the stores. And I just want one not to resell, not for any of the secondary. Yeah. I, just, I just want one. Do you one. know what would be cool? If it came with a little dead cat underneath it. <laughs> ah, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. Uh, tall black guy. So, um, terrible. Yes, but I just thought it was funny. I so ordered, I, I only ordered a couple things that I ordered something from my brother because I got an email from a website that I shop on and I saw it and it, and I'm like, oh, half off, good. Boop, yeah. Ordered. Um, and I ordered a set of books and Ellen ordered something to make some more Christmas presents with. Uh, we did our That's Christmas it. cards already. Did you? We, uh, yeah, Julie did them on Shutterfly and they look really cool. Oh, nice. Um, so it'll take another month now to get them addressed and sent out. <laughs> you but have like 12 kids. Why I know. Can't you just, I know. Like, it's just like... one a month. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, and then uh, Cole's being such a, like, we told them, okay, by Thanksgiving, you got to finalize your Christmas lists. Okay. Write a letter to Santa or do whatever you got to do. Yeah. And Cole's yeah. like, I think I want to get the Wii U. I'm like, oh, fuck you. Stop this now. Why? So he can have a system that like no one plays? Exactly. It's weird. I don't get it. Like the Wii itself. I understand you it. Get oh, it. The, the Wii, Wii U or the, the fact that he chose that. No, the Wii U. It's got the <laughs> stupid tablet thing and like the yeah. biggest, dumbest controller ever. I don't know. They, they tried that insert stuff with the Dreamcast in the big controller. There yeah. was a little digital screen so you could like do your football plays or whatever in private. But I uh, I just want a nice, good, single-player fucking game that yeah. I can just, you know. I'm looking forward uh, to the new Tomb Raider game coming out. That's I know. You've been saying be that. Cool. And every time I'm like, really, Tomb Raider? Yeah. No, but so, it just, they doing some stuff with it. My, mom's like, my mom said to me, she says, I never, ever know what to get you, um, and your wish list is no help. I'm like, yeah, because that's only the stuff I would like. So <laughs> he said, uh, I know... You don't really go for practical stuff generally, but um, how about a new bulb for the TV so I can have a backup? Because this is what happens, right? Hey, that picture's getting kind of... Oh, fuck. Damn it. Bulb burst. (laughs) And then it takes three days to get one, and it's like... Because I'll be home with the girls and like, I want to watch Batman. Tough. Tough. Read a book. I can't read. Well, that's a problem. Wow, and they'll say that to you. Yeah. Just, that's a problem. Too bad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I think it's great. It's very brave of you to admit to them you can't read. I can tell them all kinds <laughs> of things nice. until they're like right. six years old, right? But I thought that would be good because then I'll have a backup and that'll give me time to put money aside for another backup and, yeah. and have that ready. So, whatever. Yeah, I think uh, <sighs> Olivia's going to get archery lessons. Nice. Yeah. And I'm going to get her a bow... Or an arrow. I don't know which. <laughs> well, I'd say get the bow because she could just still stab you to death with the arrow. This is true. Yeah. Did yeah. you see the Saturday Night Live skit with Hawkeye with uh, Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye? No. He's like, they're like, okay, now because they, they they split everybody up, right? And they're like, okay, you go take out this guy Hulk. Yeah. And he's like, I know Smash, right? And he walks away. He's like, and Hawkeye, we need you to. She's like, I'm out of arrows. I'm. I'm going to be in the car. You guys tell me when you're done. I'm like, that's pretty funny. It's like, can't you take him out of the guys that you already showed? He's like, that's not sanitary. <laughs> like, all right, that's pretty funny. I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, that was quite a question. What does he do when all the arrows are gone? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
as the time is shots, I guess. So, so let's 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 get to this question I have. What did you like about Rise of the Guardians? That it was good. It looked pretty good. Yeah. All right. Did you watch it? I did, yeah. Beginning to end. Beginning to... What theater number did you watch it in? Because we got to talk about the presentation of that theater. I was in four. One needs to be taken down with a sledgehammer. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, no, I saw it in four. has got the digital projector. We're going to go back. Yeah. We're going to go back because they want to see it again. What I did not see was the last... I mean, like, literally, I left because I had to work. And the, the Julian and the kids came out, like, 10 minutes later. I left just as... Spoiler. Well, no, um, seriously. I mean, the movie's only uh, been out for, spoiler. like, three days. Okay, uh, just <laughs> as... Um, you can be vague. I did see it. I know what you're talking about. When that one character who's out of it for a right. while... Right, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Comes back. Okay. So, like, so it wasn't much... It wasn't over much longer after that right um i just i i didn't like the story it looked fun you didn't want to see it to start with i didn't so want to see I it to think start that kind of tainted I, no, no, your no, whole enjoyment because it. it didn't it didn't um it didn't appeal to me the animation i mean look it looked the animation worked better for me during the movie than it did in the trailers oh yeah totally um i didn't um i didn't really care about any of the characters yeah well, that's because you're a cold-hearted bastard. Um, no, but seriously, I'd like not completely. <laughs> not completely, no, um, just a little. But the story was uh, again, really, this. You know, yeah, what but I mean? see, that's 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 it's you. Every and what did fuck- your kids think? Huh? Um, because they've never seen the clap and Tinkerbell lives thing. That's what it is. Yeah, but it's, it's the Santa Claus, it's Elf, it's all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's all, but they've seen they've seen most of the Christmas stuff that's out there. They've seen yeah. Elf. And they've seen you didn't Santa answer Claus. my question, though. What did the they kids, think? The um, kids, Lily liked it. Olivia was like, it was okay. Yeah. Cole was, Cole didn't like it. And it was really interesting because he came out, and before I had a chance to say anything about it, um, he comes out, and I was just like, oh, wh- what did you think? He goes, he didn't really like it. He said the story didn't grab me. I'm like, oh my god, he pays a lot of attention to stuff like that. He's, he's okay. that's what he he's my son. So yeah, he really is. He really is. So, but he um, it I just didn't think the story was was very interesting. Well, we ordered the books, so I'm going to be reading the first one to him, which I guess is what the this first movie. There's three of them, yeah. um, and I'll see how close it is to it, but. The fact that the girls they were so into it, that's what you know, that's that's half of it for me. Yeah. That they just, that they really liked it. I just this it didn't um, It's it went very predictably until that part that you didn't see past happened. I was surprised with a couple things that went on, but I liked the different interpretations of how the characters looked or acted or the behind the scenes yeah, things. Yeah, I didn't Santa. I didn't I didn't I like that stuff. The, the, the Santa thing did nothing for me. I like that a lot. Um, I thought that... The, I probably like it a lot because I see a lot of stupid people with poles stuck up their asses saying, Santa has tattoos. I can't fucking believe it. Well, fuck those guys. Yeah. So, that's just... Um, but idiotic. I just... Um, 
I don't know. It just didn't. Uh, I don't know. I was like, okay, this is going to be the thing, and this is what's going to happen. And well, yeah, every, just, you can do that with every movie. Yeah, no, but you know, but but here's every the thing. movie. No, I know that. Okay, and, and and I know that I do that with every movie. What I so. want to see is the next Pixar movie that comes out. I want you to say the exact same thing. No, but you know what it is. Because you can. A different, no, most definitely. Okay, but there's something to be said with you know what. Um, knowing how this is going to end, knowing where it's going to go, knowing what the message is, and all that. And, yeah, but it's not. But, it's not for not, us. But not being thrilled with with the ride. It's like going to ro- a, a, a romantic comedy or even an action movie. I where I you know, read. Where you know the you know yeah. Schwarzenegger's not going to die. Stallone's not going to die, or whatever action yeah. figure, or ever whatever action hero of of the moment right. isn't going to die. But is that is is from point A to point B going to be a good time? I saw I saw Skyfall, yeah. and I was yeah. I'm sorry, you. I was going to go with you. I got home and I just passed out on yeah, the sofa. And I, I didn't was, even get to text you. And and this is the third Bond movie with Daniel Craig, and yeah. two out of three I'm not happy with. The first one I like, Casino Royale was great. Yeah, the first then one there was, was pretty Quantum good, yeah. of bitchy yeah. whininess, which was fucking horrible. Yeah. Okay, and this was supposed to be another shot in the arm. Everybody whatever. loves Sam this Mendes. one. But this one was... Uh, it was so... F- it wasn't exciting. It wasn't a Bond movie. Do you know what it was? Huh. It was a It was a spy movie where they took a well-known character. Okay? They take this well-known character. They sort of dark-knighted it. They Chris Nolan'd it. Okay. Where they gave some depth... And, and 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 shadow and a little bit they gave some depth <clears throat> and, and, and feeling to a character who's pretty you know one dimensional. Well, ever since they took away like the booze and the women, but the like, thing is, though, way they, early they were, on, they yeah, were, like, like with with Pierce Brosnan and yeah, stuff like, like that. But that was that that stuff was supposed to quote unquote be back with Daniel. Well, Craig. what I'm saying is, since then I haven't been interested. But like the the. Q, the, the quartermaster guy, is supposed to give him all the gadgets and oh, shit. Oh, is that what that stands for? I think so, yeah. I, I so, knew that, but I totally forgot. But it's it's I like think. like even even the gadgets. I, I, I know that to a varying degree you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get Yeah. You're gonna get varying degrees of the bond women right. car chase, you know, bullshit. That's what you okay? go for. But that's what you go for. That's what a James Bond movie is. Right. And doing more than trying to, to add these other layers, I don't give a fuck, you know, huh. about the orphanage where he came from. I don't care. You know, it's it's like mm. Patton Oswald. I don't I don't care about where the stuff I, I love yeah. comes from. Yeah. I yeah. just love the stuff I love. Yeah. You know? And I found it very boring. There was a scene at the end. Anybody out there, <sighs> anybody, especially in the chat room, anybody out there see Skyfall? Give me a yay. Well, how was um while they the while the delay happens, how was um the, the bad guy there? What's his face? He was I would have liked to see more of him. Okay. Okay. He was sufficiently creepy. Huh? Anybody? Well, he is creepy in general. Yeah, I anything know. he's in, he's. But there was a scene where he's with Bond, and it was just like, like, like it was good. It was creepy. It was nice. Mm-hmm. But again, he and again, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. There was this, um, there was this sort of, and I, I can talk more about it offline right. a little bit more specifically. But his his plan. Reminded me of what a lot of people said about 
the Joker's plan in in Dark Knight. Okay. About the level of 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 planning and and knowing what people are going to do and it, uh, you know what okay. I mean? Like that's just that's just outlandish. Okay. You know? Yeah, because uh, we've had conversations with people about Dark Knight where they're like, oh, he was just doing whatever he wanted to at whatever time. Like, yeah, who put all those barrels in that warehouse? Yeah, exactly. Who sewed the cell phone into the guy and then had him arrested? Right. Yeah. Then- so, I mean, the, you could already oh, planned for years. You know what I mean? But he had so much, like, going on. I, yeah. Like, oh, he just, you know, managed to set up all the explosives in that hospital while walking around like the janitor from Scrubs. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That'd so. That would be awesome if it was the same hospital. I know, right? That would be. So. I don't know. But, I was, but I think that I think that Skyfall suffered from it. The action pieces in it were uh, okay. Right, right. Uh, like, uh, personally, I haven't been, I haven't been a fan of Bond since, like, Roger Moore. Yeah. That's a while ago. A long while yeah. ago. Because once, once Brosnan and Dalton came in, I was like, oh. Dalton I didn't like. Pierce Brosnan I liked. I like him as an actor. I, li- I, like, I liked him a lot as James Bond because I, I liked him a lot as Remington Steele. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just a little bit of an extension from that. It's I, like, okay. I would just, I mean, have they ever come out and in the in the movie part, not in the, in the books because obviously right. they... That's one character's yeah. adventures. Have they ever come out and said, you know, oh, that's a code name we give to people, and what? it can be anybody. 007? Yeah, in the name. No, but he gets a the name. Yeah. No. It should. It should be. It, sort of like anybody can be Batman. That sort of thing. Well, you are no, hired I mean, that's into his, that position. You're, you're hired as James Bond. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's no, and that's never been a thing. It should be because it doesn't make any sense otherwise. Because they look different. No, well, because yeah, because that's one way to explain all of the different actors. But the fact that he's been going from the '60s to now, well, and and it's definitely rooted in the time that each one takes yeah. place, and that would make sense because then you could bring somebody like Idris Elba in to play James Bond when Craig's done with it. That would be pretty cool, right? But then and I, I think that that you, I think it's fine to do what they're doing as long as there's no one from like a previous sort of series. Do, do you know what I mean? So like bad guys from, you know, the Daniel Craig era. It depends how close together go. they are. Yeah, exactly. Because so, that to me has never have, been a factor. No, but you could have like Doctor Noah Goldfinger like go over into Roger Moore's era because they were so close together. Right, that could work. But I don't know. It would just be it would just be a a, a, a nice little nod to all of this has happened yeah. throughout throughout the time we've yeah. been making these movies. It's just I don't know. It's just, but just, I was just a little thing I was not thinking of. Pleased with that, and I think I've gone over Seven Psychopaths and Looper. Looper was fantastic. Yeah. You should totally see that. Yeah. Wicked good. <laughs> Wicked good. We're gonna uh, we're we're gonna go back and see Guardians again. Nova was laughing through the entire end of the movie. Um, the big fight because you know when the bad guy starts to lose, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Spoiler: the bad guy starts to lose, yeah, and uh, she never laughed out loud like. 
this much at something she cheered and clapped at the end of it (laughs) and you know it's it's their enjoyment of it actually amplifies my enjoyment of it which you know that's how it works yeah that's why i watch my little pony sure because they sing and dance to the songs and that's fun to watch right so anyway meanwhile they're upstairs doing their podcast going we watch it because my dad He's got this thing for Rainbow Dash. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's kind of (laughs) creepy. Anyway, what's going on in the chat room? What are folks saying? Anybody else out there see Skyfall? Uh, Mike says that it was great. Um, There was a nice twist at the end that linked it back to the original movies. I don't want to know. We shouldn't discuss that anymore. Because that's spoiler territory. I'll probably watch it at some point. After I watch Quantum of Solace, you know, it'll show up on HBO and I'll be like, ah, oh, whatever, it's on. But it's not like... And I'm trapped under something heavy. In the I'm like, I have other there. stuff that I want to watch before that, so... I don't know. Bond movies just don't... They don't register for me. Yeah. Kind of like Judd Apatow movies now. Like, oh, he made another one? Good for him. He's uh, got another one. I think he's got another one coming up. Yeah. Th- this is this 40. This is 40. Yeah. That looks pretty good. I like... I like the the dynamic Who's between Paul Rudd and oh, um, yeah. and Leslie Mann. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's like and, a pseudo sequel to Knocked Up. Yeah, right? kind of. Yeah, and okay. and um, it's Apatow's kids in it too. Oh, really? His daughters. Yeah, because yeah. she's married to him, Leslie Mann. <gasps> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably end up watching. I mean, I'll it. see it. It looks fun, but it's not one that's not that like checked my list of movies i have to add that one to now tomorrow i'm gonna go see silver linings playbook with Mm. julie that's what one of the reviews i saw so one of the reviews on rotten tomatoes for uh rise of the guardians um which the title doesn't make sense because they're already guardians when the movie starts yeah but um that was i wasn't even whatever pick that little no it's just it's a dumb thing but um one of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, when you click through, the review has been removed. It's no longer there. So the only thing okay. left says, instead of this, get a babysitter and go see Silver Linings Playbook. And I thought, you fucking twat. <laughs> what kind of shitty ass fucking review is that? Like, it's, seriously, it's, it's does, totally... that, does that inform anything about the film? You didn't like it. You're a dried up twat Actually, that doesn't all, like all it says is, All it says is just, you know, don't bring your kids to a movie. Go see something else. They're two yeah. totally different things. Yeah, and the reason I, I took the clip and I put it on my, my Facebook yeah, page I is because that. you couldn't click through yeah. to a review on their website. It was fucking gone. And that's the Ooh, only thing that was me, left was that one thing with no explanation, no context around it. Interesting. So fuck you. You have to review movies with the target audience in mind. If you're a critic, yeah. oh, sorry, a reviewer, a critic, I think this is two, almost two different, yeah. two separate things. But if you're going to review a movie, I can't review the Muppets and be like, oh, what the fuck? There were, there, were all, there were all these animals on screen. Nobody None of them wa- are real. Nobody wants to see that shit. Ridiculous puppets. I couldn't believe well, the amount of computer-generated imagery in this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles CG cartoon. It's like, come on. It didn't look Nobody, like a real thing. Like, like Roger Ebert will review a movie with the target audience in mind. Uh, you know what, though, kind of bugs me about Roger Ebert It was sometimes. just the first name no, I no, could no, think of. No, no, I know of. that. But you know, sometimes I'll read a review of his, and he will just get... 
and he'll be like kind of talking about a few plot points, or whatever, and he'll get something so like like really really wrong. Yeah. Yeah. He did that with something, and I like really took exception it's just to like, it. This that's not what happened. Like that's he just misinterprets the uh, the meaning or yeah, the or symbolism or whatever. Pay fucking attention or something. I know he sees like a shitload of movies a week. So yeah, whatever. Hey, it's not an easy job to 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 always have something fresh to say mm. about a movie. Excuse and me. if you don't like it, just say you know it sucked. One of the, another review I saw said this is the worst movie to carry the DreamWorks logo, and I thought. Did you see any of the Ice Age movies? Right. Because those are pretty fucking terrible, yeah. comparatively. Like, it's Ice Age, Madagascar, and then after that, it's like Shrek the Third. See, and then they start to get good after that. See, Rise of the Guardians struck me as something like, like made in some Scandinavian country <laughs> that was just distributed by DreamWorks. I, I really I really enjoyed it. I liked the the whole idea that they all come from different areas. I loved how the Tooth Fairy acted. Like it was just it just hit me right. Yeah. So whatever. There were things about it I liked. I yeah. mean, I thought that some of the animation was cool. Like some yeah. of the like the big like it, this movie would actually look great. On an IMAX screen, because oh, yeah, a lot probably. of the stuff that happens in the sky and the big sweeping, yeah. like there's a lot of really cool stuff that happens. The dinosaurs and the big, manta rays made out stuff. of sand were yeah, really nice. Yeah, and uh, the um, this would probably look pretty decent in 3D. Yeah, because again, there was stuff, there was depth, there wasn't necessarily. You could see like where some of the 3D would come into play. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but again, it the sum of all of those parts. Mm didn't work for me because the story itself I it's thought not meant was, to be complicated was, was weak I, it doesn't even need yeah. to be complicated i just thought the execution of the story was was first know, time lacking. director too but i think for a first time director he did a pretty good job i'm curious to see if they're going to do the other two movies if this makes money they will yeah yeah because so, the next one should be about the do, easter bunny and then the tooth fairy after that how did it do yesterday i don't opened... know i don't know i can tell you how much of my money it got that's about Excuse it. Me. You had to pay? No. <laughs> I was like, no. wait a minute. How did that happen? No. Um, <sighs> I don't know. So um, I only have. I'll tell you, though, what's making a shitload of money? Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, my God. And all I see popping up on Facebook is Lincoln is doing well in theaters. Historically, this has not been the case. <laughs> That's all I keep seeing. That's pretty funny. Uh, it ends, you know, people ask me, how is it? I'm like, well, it's doing really well for a movie. Everyone knows the, the ending, too. It's like Apollo 13. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just not anything I'm interested in. I, my whole tastes have changed. I want to see fun, happy stuff now. Uh, that's totally that's what I'm in the this. mood for. I can't wait to see this. I'm going to watch it at some point. It ends with a but, bang. Oh, oh. Unlike Lincoln, though, you <laughs> saw that coming. <laughs> I'm <sorry. laughs> <clears throat> so I subscribe to the Sideshow Collectibles newsletter mm-hmm. and they do fantastic like action figure yeah. six scale quarter scale type stuff. I have one, two, three of them, four. I have four. Um cuz they started off at like $60 and then now oh, they're like excuse me. 120 to $300 a piece. Yeah. I'm like no. <laughs> um but all week they have been doing giveaways. So like just fill out the you know your name and address. Yeah. 
One is for a Predator, first movie Predator, Predator. Yeah. Then a shadow or how do they know? Predator. How do you know if they actually send it to you though? Because right, you know right. it's invisible. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Hey, yeah. I saw something that said on that that <laughs> Put said something that, down. Wait for it to shimmer. Said that Apple stole their uh, iPhone technology from the Predators because when he arms the bomb, he slides his finger all the way across the panel. Uh, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cute. That's, that's funny. funny. Um, and then it was a there was a stealth predator. There was a, a polystone statue of Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I wasn't interested in. And then um, Commander Fox from uh, Clone Wars. That's um, cool. And the going to rescue people from Hydra Captain America with the leather jacket and the helmet and the the shield shaped shield, not the round one. And you just fill out the form, and you could win. All you have to do is pay shipping. And then um, that fet. Up there is a, the premium format. It's like a quarter scale instead of a six scale. So they have a Darth Malgus from uh, the Old Republic. He's that bald-headed dude with the gas mask looking thing oh, okay. on his face. And, like, fill out the form. You could win it. And they'll ship it in March when they get it. One of a thousand. They give one away. Yeah. Sideshow is probably one of the... I mean, I can't afford to, like, drop cash right. at them anymore. But they really are. Like they they reward their fans, yeah. So uh, we'll see what they put up next. Cool. So yeah, sign up for the sideshow newsletter and buy your cables from Mono Price for Christ's sake. <laughs> so Man, what else has been going day, on? Um, what's been going on? Nothing. I've just been really busy. Um, nothing really. We uh had. This was weird. We've been having trouble with the washing machine, and the guy came to fix it, and he didn't fix it, so we had to come back. I had to make that phone call be an asshole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and That's um, always fun. Thing is, though, the guy came in when he came today. He was, like, totally perplexed. He's just like, really? really? Didn't change anything? Well, like, not a thing. He's just like, damn it. Like, he was met, like, upset with himself. Uh, I'm like, all right, I can't give him too much shit. Okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. So... Now, the repair that he did, we have like a service contract kind of thing on it. The repair that he did, he said it could be one of two parts. So he replaced both of those two parts. It would have been a $500 repair. It didn't cost me anything. That's good. Right? That's good. So when he came in today, he's just like, man, I don't know. I thought it was a switch, this control thing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So tips the thing over on its side. He's digging around. He ends up pulling out of the freaking pump a sock. Like one of the baby's socks, probably wow. about this big, that big. Action figure size. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, how does that get there? He goes, I have no idea. That's strange. Really, really, really weird. And it was there. It was, this thing was black and gross. Almost like it got thrown up and got stuck like in between the barrel. Like, right. And the- so, um, but yeah, he, and, um. He goes, unfortunately, this type of thing isn't covered from your warranty. And we're like, what? So I grabbed the service contract. I'm reading that, and I'm reading it over. I'm like, I don't see how this wouldn't be covered. Like, He goes, oh, wait, service contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, you're was, fucking right as you put yeah. down the screwdriver that yeah, you were exactly. going to kill him with. <laughs> it's just like, oh, now we have to kill another no, warranty? Repairman. Okay, sure. Service contract? Yeah, <laughs> right. It will so, in a basement um, that floods, you know. Oh no, actually we brought it up. We brought Oh the, did you? Yeah, we put the we got stackable uh, in the um Oh good. In the bathroom. We 
Oh, you got a lot of room in that bathroom. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So and we just took out what was the closet, and it's in the closet. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it works out pretty well. So, but that was just like a three-week drama pain in the ass. Yeah. Because it took like a week to get them out there, a week to get the parts, a week to get them out there again, right. and then a week to get them to come and really fix it. Uh. So that's been a pain in the ass and probably very boring for anybody listening to this. Sorry. Um <laughs> Otherwise, not too much else is. It's grown up stuff. I know, right? Um, I don't like grown ups. (laughs) So, um, not too much else going on. I'm really looking forward to Christmas this year. Frankie's sort of really getting into, you know, like, sort of like, I don't know, there's just a vibe. Okay. Okay. So, like, like, we got the. We had some toy catalog or something come to the house, and so Lily's like sitting on the couch with it, and so Frankie just goes right up, sits next to her, like, "What are you doing? What are you looking at? This is all very, very cool stuff, uh-huh. you know." Good. Um, so yeah, so that's that. Olivia got her report card, yeah, and uh, she did very well, very good. well. You know, A's, couple B's, that's so good. fine. That's good. So, um. Yeah, one of her teachers, she often says, my teacher doesn't like me. I said, that is the lamest excuse ever. It really is. That's that's, that's a really, really lame excuse. Yeah. So I don't want to hear that again. And meanwhile, you'll find out that that's true. And even if it's true, I don't care. Then you know what? Then not everyone is always going to like you. Too fucking bad. That is that is a right. better lesson to learn. I mean, isn't I've it? been there. I'd like to start off this supervisor meeting by complaining about Frank. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Shit again. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. I know, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and and I said, so Olivia, you know what? The, just just play the game. Just give her what she wants. Just yeah, you know, just just play her. Make game. her like you, right? Or him? You know, I don't know. Her. I'm guessing her. Her. She's a bitch, but yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're um, listening, it's not you. So, um, yeah. That's, uh, nobody that's in the, the chat wants grown-up stuff. They're all being sarcastic. Yeah, so. good. Um, all right. What else? We got anything in the news? Okay, what do we got on the news? Let's, let's give them what they want. Uh-oh. Don't look. I have to read this to you. I'm already laughing at that. Man escapes death after wife tried to suffocate him by motorboating his face with her 38 double D breasts. I think that is hilarious. I read that. Actually. <laughs> oh, did you? I saw that. I was yeah. kind of hoping that. Yeah, like... no, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. And I, and, and you know what? There's a part of me, and uh, there's a part of me that almost, wish, this is going to sound terrible, but I almost wish she'd succeeded in killing him. <laughs> it would have been a better headline. Because that's the best that's like the perfect murder. Okay, I have a couple of problems with this guy's story. Oh, he's a fucking idiot. No, no. I don't think it happened the way he said. Why? Okay. Okay, let's let's read it and then I'll tell you why. why oh, excuse me, everybody. A buxom woman has been accused of trying to kill her lawyer boyfriend with her double D breasts. <laughs> Buxom means big titties. Franziska Hansen, 33, from Germany, is accused of, quote, attempted manslaughter with a weapon. Now her boobs are weapons. After her boyfriend claimed she tried to smother him with her breasts and pretend it was a sex game of motorboat. I didn't know that was technically a sex game. I thought that was just something you did. Motorboat, son of a bitch. (laughs) 
She denies the claim, saying it was a sex game, and he knew what it was all about. Tim Schmidt told the German court that although they had had a difficult relationship, until then everything in the bedroom had been normal. The incident happened in May. We were having sex, he said. He just wanted it on record that he was having sex. Yeah. She was sitting on me naked and I was kissing her breasts. Suddenly, she grabbed my head and pushed between her breasts with all of her force. I couldn't breathe anymore. I must have turned blue. I couldn't tear myself free. And I thought I was going to die. Here is the problem. She didn't bind his hands. Right. There's ways to just... Pressure point, grab somebody. You could Just grab puncher, up under the puncher in the kit. Even if you don't want to punch her, you could grab under the the yeah. armpit and just like pressure with your thumb. Like he's full of shit. She should. He seen. wants her gone, and he doesn't want to, you know, to have any monetary split going on. Can you imagine though? This is what had to happen. <clears throat> he had to either like walk into like a like a court clerk or something like that, or the police department. And tell this story and file this complaint. Yeah. Well, he's Can a lawyer. Can you imagine so. being the first guy to be like, you want to do what? Yeah. That would never happen in America. <laughs> really? Seriously. No one would file a claim like that? I just, um, I just, I just, ah, idiot. No, oh, there's video of it? Oh, no. No. I have a song Sometimes. for Sometimes. Something beautiful happens in this world. You don't know. This is what he did. So you just gotta sing. (laughs) Okay, just a quick clip there. That's what he walked into the court office, and that's what he sang. And then she tried to kill me. That's what's going on there. This guy. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's funny. It goes on. Is it the the article goes on to say. Um, he said that with his last reserves of strength, he had managed to extricate himself from the woman's vice-like grip and fled naked to a neighbor and demanded he call the police. Mr. Schmidt said when they met four years ago, the couple had been completely in love. He said everything was great between us and I would have done everything for her, but it started to go wrong when I got my first job as a lawyer. We moved to Una. Or whatever place in Germany that is. She could not hold down a job and just had one part-time job after the other. And the better my career went, the worse it seemed to be for her. Here's here's what it is. Freeloading bitch won't get out of my house. Yeah. You tried to kill me. This is great. This is, I think it's hysterical. I it's, think it's that's absolutely idiotic. awesome. Yeah. Absolutely idiotic. Right. That's fantastic. Good for her. Kind of wish she'd succeeded. That would have been fantastic. He said Franziska tried to kill him after learning he was planning to leave her. It is clear she wanted to kill me, he said. She even admitted it to me on the telephone. That's hearsay, right? Is that the legal term for that? I don't know. I am not a lawyer, nor do I have I ever played one on TV. I asked her why she wanted to smother me to death with her breasts, and she told me I wanted your death to be as pleasurable as possible. See, now that's funny. This chick is awesome. I, it's I a, hope it's, she gets a TV show. I think it's a total, total lie. All of it. <laughs> 
is a total. Now lie. this is my favorite one because oh, I, I don't even know if we were going to do this one. Uh, no, I just I just love the way the headlines written. Walmart strike hits 100 cities but fails to distract Black Friday shoppers. Yeah. Now, did they distract the White Friday shoppers? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just a badly written. Uh, it's well, you know what? It's not that it's badly written so much as it's just written in an unfortunate way. That is true because there's really not much. There's you can not do, much you can do with it except except put Black Friday in quotes. But then you could still say the same thing, right? Yeah. I'm just I I I see all this stuff out there about shop local, support this and that, and in my head I'm thinking. Yeah, but those people at Target, Walmart, that they have jobs too. That's all they fucking have. If they could get a better job than Walmart, that's where they would be. Yeah. So do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I understand. And if there's stuff that I can buy locally in smaller places, I will do that. Oh, but I still me. order shit on Amazon. Nothing. I don't see anybody boycotting Amazon. Nobody will. Amazon's I can't wait for Monday, Cyber Monday. I'm gonna be buying some shit. Then. I'm curious to see. Like I've been, I've been searching through uh, Amazon's um, like deals and stuff just yeah. to see like what's coming up. And it's like they had a, a three terabyte hard drive for a hundred bucks. Like that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not but bad. I don't need one for another year. So whatever. But you know what? Like some of the like I did see that. I think it was Walmart. Maybe had like a big flat screen TV for like $179 or something like that. Yeah, but what Great. company? But they've got like, brand was it? Yeah, and... So me. Yeah. <laughs> and then they've got... But the thing is, though, then they've got they've got like nine of them. Great. Yeah. Thanks. That doesn't There, there was one thing. Me. Walmart was showing... I think it was Walmart was showing three things, and it said, if you arrive between 10 uh, yeah. and 11, we guarantee to have this in stock. And I thought, there's no way you're going to have 300 each of these things. That's just not going to happen. I don't know how you can guarantee that. And if they don't, you know what they do? They give you a rain check. Okay, yeah. what they'll do is they'll give you a rain check for that same product later. So you'll get that price, which they're perfectly happy to give you. Right. But they got you into the store. Okay? Yeah. So you're there anyways, and you may just decide, oh, you know what? This one's 60 bucks more. I'll just fucking See, I don't do that. Okay. I don't. If I go into a store and, and something's not there, like, I, obviously, I... You used to collect Star Wars figures pretty hardcore. I'd walk into a store, and if they don't have what I'm looking for, I fucking leave yeah. and go somewhere else. It's because men don't shop. Men hunt. <laughs> you go, exactly. you get the thing you yeah. want, and you leave. Yeah. Well, I, I leave the house. I'm like, I need to find a vintage IG-88. There it is. Let's go home. Right. You know? I don't know. And the whole strike, all the strike said was, uh, to me, you know, being the cynical management adult that I am, said, let's self-identify as troublemakers to management. Not that, that, <laughs> not that that's the case. Not that they but, are know, troublemakers, but that is going to single them out what, as resistant voices. What is their bitch? Like, what time of the day are they complaining that they had to go to work? Oh, I don't was know. Was it Thursday? Uh, let's see. Let me just scroll down here. Uh, and what's going on is, there? I see some purple handwriting. Oh, that's a Ustream bot. And it asks, yeah. uh, it is, asks if we need help with the thing. So, No, thank um, you, bot. 
Dallas and Los Angeles. As she neared the entrance to the Dallas area Walmart shortly before midnight on the eve of the shopping frenzy known as Black Friday, Tammy was oh, both so shocked sleepy. and thrilled to encounter a group of more than 40 protesters. Having worked for a dozen years as a cashier at another national retail chain, Walgreens, Tammy said she felt an immediate sense of solidarity with the Walmart employees. Walmart cuts hours and benefits to push people out, said Tammy, using her phone to capture video of the protests. It's the same thing at Walgreens. The workers are suffering while billionaires make all the money. I have a problem with that mindset as well. Okay. There's the, the people, the arguments that I see is, oh, well, the home office people and the executives, they make all the money. Well, yeah, they worked. They went to school. <clears throat> they, they, they pushed themselves to move up the ladder. You're a different part of the whole chain. You're the I bottom guess. of the chain. Yeah. I mean, no offense to anybody. No, I've been I, there I and I've done I'm, it. I've been there. But I got sick of it. And I'm, you know, I don't want to work weekends, so I'm gonna make sure that I get my boss's job when he retires. And then I'm Monday through Friday, or he gets some chick's tits smashed in his face and he can't breathe. I don't see that happening. His wife's very nice. <laughs> um, and that's all we're gonna say about my job. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> But that's the thing. Like, remember when we were at the theater and we're like, oh, they have Veterans Day off. They have Memorial Day off. Well, they're in the home office. They moved to fucking Kansas City. Yeah. So you got to give them something because they live in Kansas City. Li- yeah, no, exactly. I'm, I make fun, but uh, um, I, uh, I don't know. You take a retail job. Guess what? Fucking surprise. Black yeah. Friday. Yeah, you're not going to make a ton of money. No. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to this. I, I'm I'm sorry if I'm a little dour about the whole thing, but um, let's see. But despite her professed anger at corporate greed, Tammy, who declined to provide her last name lest she jeopardize her job and become a hypocrite, was not deterred from entering Walmart to purchase a TV on a layaway plan. Her own low wages made her feel a sense of community with the striking Walmart workers, but still spent money she didn't have. Oh, sorry. But those same wages... <laughs> also generated pressure to find and buy goods at low prices, precisely the demand that Walmart has fed to turn itself into the world's largest retailer. you got to go where the sales are, Tammy said. Today at Walgreens, every toy was half off. I had to work a 12-hour shift, and they didn't pay me enough. Well, actually, if they paid you the wage that you were promised and the hours that you punched in for, they did pay you enough. What she means to say is, I don't get paid a living wage, which is a fucking terrible thing. Yeah. But I can't tell shoppers, don't come in, I'd lose my job. Okay, so she's reasonable, right? Tammy wasn't the only passerby who felt sympathy for the Walmart strikers. In 100 cities around around 46 states Thursday and Friday, the protesters were likely to be met by honks and fist pumps from cars as they waved signs and chanted outside Walmart stores. At the Walmart in Paramount, California, near L.A., about 600 protesters, including an estimated 100 Walmart workers, turned out Friday morning. In Hanover, Maryland, 400 store employees, union workers, activists, and other supporters showed up at a Walmart Supercenter Friday. But I don't understand why on Friday. It's just, it's just a day. It's a big, busy day. That's when they need you the most. I know. So, like, if you want to, if you want to, you know, bitch about, you know, hey, they told me I got to 
be here at 7.30 on Thanksgiving oh, night. Oh, hey, and hold on. I think we get to somebody that says that. Okay. Sorry. Uh, given the goal of raising awareness among shoppers about low pay, lack of benefits, and what they call Walmart's pattern of punishing workers who try to organize, any, any company will try to prevent unions from happening. Hmm. I mean, look what happened to the projectionists around here. Or hostess. Uh, that wasn't unions. It was, I think, a little bit of both. No, it was the millions and millions of dollars the executives got while they were in bankruptcy. I also think that the unions oh, were a little flexible. They I had, think everybody well, in the, fucked uh, that situation. It, but they had four CEOs come in in like six years, and none of them could turn the company around. None of them yeah. did a fucking thing. So it's more, I think, about the direction the company was taken than union demands in the end. The union is just, uh, to me, a convenient way for them to say, oh, we're going to file for bankruptcy. So they don't look like the ones to blame. I blame them both. 50-50. You know what? I don't, honestly, it's terrible that people lost their jobs, but that's just more fucking yeah. shitty junk food off the shelves. So it's I don't, not going to, you think care. that's going to, you think those are going to come off the shelves? They're going to sell those brand names. And oh, of course oh, they are. The Twinkies aren't going to disappear. Of course they are. Um, let's see. Back to this article. Now I'm in the mood for a Twinkie. But whether deal-hungry shoppers will support the strikers' cause with more than just kind words is another question. No, they won't. Well, that really is what it is, huh? It's can not, you, it's can not you put action to matter. It? You think anybody walked up there, walked out, like got to Walmart and said, hey, you know what? They're right. Fuck that. I'm going home. No, no they, fucking they, way. They said, I want to buy my 12-pack of underwear for a dollar. Right. And they went in and then they bitched about there being long lines because all the workers were outside <laughs> complaining. <clears throat> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, another question. And one that will be crucial in determining whether the actions have real impact on America's labor conditions. While most shoppers interviewed in the Dallas area said they supported the strikers, many were not willing to acknowledge the crucial link between the discounted products they themselves were buying and Walmart's low-wage jobs. You think this is going to have an impact on the American worker? No, it's not going to have an impact on the American worker because a week from now, nobody's going to give a shit. Tomorrow, nobody's going to give a shit. Oh, that's right, because it's Saturday. I have other things to give a shit about. The strikers need to pick a day when people aren't counting on the sales, said Liz Brookings, who was pushing a cart overflowing with socks and <laughs> underwear. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't read this beforehand. For her four grandchildren on Thursday evening, a lot of people need this day. They save up for Black Friday all year. And this is all there is. Okay, I can see that. If you're going to buy a year's worth of underwear for your children at a discounted price, okay. 12 I, pair of underwear is 12 pair of underwear. I can't argue that fact. You know, you save money where you can, right? Um, Brian Johnson, who was sorting through a bit of discounted CDs. CDs, really? Really. At a Paramount Walmart on Friday morning said the strikers should speak out for what they believe in. But I'm a teacher, so I barely make anything, too. I have to shop here. Yeah, I believe you need to buy an iPod. <laughs> it was CDs. He was looking for CDs. He can't even do MP3s. That's what I'm saying. No, he can't afford that. He yeah. can afford a $1.50 copy of Nickelback's second album. <laughs> oh, God. And then he goes home and slits his wrists with it. Walmart has long responded to critics by touting the insatiable consumer demand for its low-priced goods. In a release on Friday morning, the company noted that it had sold 1.3 million televisions, 
1.8 million towels and 250,000 bicycles so far during its Black Friday sales. And four tires to that guy Chris was talking about. <laughs> yeah. The first wave of protests Thursday evening were negligible both in size and influence, it said. Only 26 protests occurred at stores last night, and many of them did not include any Walmart associates, wrote Bill Simon, president and CEO of Walmart U.S., using the company's term for its employees. We estimate that less than 50 associates participated in the protest nationwide. In fact, this year, roughly the same number of associates missed their scheduled shifts as last year because they all know they need their job. It sounds good when you're talking about it, like, oh, yeah, if you get fired, we're going to quit too. Wait, I have bills to pay. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that guy. Can I have his hours? (laughs) Yeah. And his position and all that stuff. Um in another statement released Friday at noon, David Tovar, Walmart's... That sounds like a villain from a See, diehard totally movie. He does. David Tovar. David um, David Tovar. Walmart's vice president of communications added that the number of protests <laughs> being reported by the United Food and Commercial Workers Unions are grossly exaggerated. <laughs> Sorry. Our Walmart... We will have, we will find them and we will speak with them and they will understand what we're trying to do. It is all for the people. It is for the people and it's for the worker and... Um, <laughs> that is um, all. Is there anything else that I can help you with? Uh, our Walmart, the worker organization that is coordinating the protests backed by the United Food and Commercial Workers Union co- uh, contests, Walmart's estimates. Nationwide, there have been more than 1,000 individual actions and strikes so far, which is in line with what our Walmart projected, according to Dan Shadelman, director of the union... Unions making change at Walmart campaign. Shadelman versus Tovar. Now, now uh, there's, there's a death match that Bond will have to intervene in. To the now, death. I honestly, I I have no issue at all with anybody that wants to organize for, you know, a living wage, for better working conditions, for, um, like, actual sick time that you're allowed to take and all that. But there has to be... Um, it, it, you can't just organize and walk in there and say, "I want fourteen sick days," or "I'm," or "We're not doing the work." It has to be an equitable give and take because the business has to run. Yeah, it has to be profitable to the point where it can be reinvested in stock and all that stuff. And but the employees need to be happy. The Walmart employees are definitely not happy, and I saw. Personally, I saw the Black Friday strikes as like, I'm going to sound really cold hearted for a second now, okay? Just like petty vengeance. Like, oh, well, look, we can shut your whole operation down. No, you can't because there's enough people out there that yeah, need this take job. jobs in a nanosecond. Yeah, but there's also enough people out there that need the job that they're going to go. They will cross a picket yeah. line because they have to feed their children. I'd also like to know, and again, I I, I really don't know because I've never worked in that type of environment, okay? What, to, what type? Like a Walmart or something oh, okay. like that. I got you. So how <coughs> difficult is that job? And I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not being a dick. I think it depends I just, store to store, I th- right? Seri- I mean, because I think about the different things that you need to do, right. okay? And it's like stocking stuff, ringing stuff up. I, I don't would, think that's the part they're having a problem with, so, though. 
What is it? Well, the, I know they did lose a lawsuit where they owed a shitload of people overtime because they were making people work off the clock. All right, and that's well, that's so that's a there's, whole there's that's shitty a whole, shitty that's business a whole practices. Other thing, yeah. yeah. You know, which is going to make you a disgruntled worker, and like you're not, you have no representation, you have no. No, but you've got. You, but you know what on. you do though? You have the Department of Labor. Yeah, and you file you know? a claim with the Department of Labor, and they find a way to fire you. All if right. you're in a union and you file a complaint, the union is there to say you can't. You know, you can't retaliate the against is, though, them for filing a right, complaint. But the thing is, but the Labor Department. Can also, I mean, it's obvious. You, you you know as well as I do that somebody bitches about something, hmm. and you know you, you you can't reprimand them for anything if like they have a claim under investigation but, and but, stuff like but, that. Because just to the, just to how the way it look, just how it looks. You think companies really give a shit about how it looks? Do you think Walmart really cares about how it looks? How many people are well, going to no, pursue it legally? no, just in terms of like, you know, a lawsuit or something They, they like don't that. care. They'll settle. Get the fuck out of here. We don't need your shit. You know, it's like... I it's agree. Like, it's like with the organizing and everything. It's like, you're going to stomp that out. I, I worked in unions. I was in a couple of unions, and they were a good thing, uh, you know? We we did contract negotiations. We 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 were fair. You know, I think in certain it? industries they work, I, but I I also think in certain industries they keep wages artificially high. Well, we don't have the you know, the auto workers I, I union mean, really kind of. And fell then apart. you've got you know like like teachers unions, which I think in some cases do more harm than good. I would like way. to see some form of just broad spectrum employee protection. I think that there's a lot of employee protection. Is there though? Yeah, I, think I mean, there is. but there's, but, but what, what can you do if you, what if you're fired because your boss doesn't like you? You have no recourse. But you, you know what? There are some. So what? So it ruins it, destroys your life. Just because somebody disagrees with you on a personal level, that shit shouldn't happen. You know that shit shouldn't happen. True, it shouldn't. And there should be some form of protection for employees. There should be some appeal process. Something. But there's Can not. someone be fired just because the boss decides they don't like them? Well, first, you shouldn't be allowed to... I, I mean, mean, like, well, like, example, Massachusetts is a, is a, you know, like a employment at will kind of thing where yeah. you can be fired for just... Any reason. I just don't need you anymore. Right, right. You know, no one's going to come on and say, you know, I don't want you working for me because I just don't like you anymore. Well, that's true. I mean, but the thing is, though, I I mean, can that happen? Can like, what happen? Can you do that? You know what? I don't, I don't want you working for me anymore. Yeah, we, how, many, how many people have been written off of schedules, just not scheduled anymore? Yeah. And it's the soft termination. There you go. You know, it's like, well, you're a shitty worker, but... We just never bothered to write you up. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't. Your work performance isn't up to par. I don't know. There's, I don't. This is this is a know. multifaceted. Yeah, it is. Um, this is. Let's talk about something fun. Very large problem. Any thoughts on the chat room there? What are folks saying about it? No, last, the last thing asshole? came in like six minutes ago. Right. Um, I think people are coming in and out. And uh, let's see. Um, I don't really have all that much. 
like to go back on here. So, I don't know. Slow news week <sighs> kind of thing. Not much going on. The election's over, so, I mean, really, what else was there? What else we got coming up? I don't know. Sorry, I'm, um, I'm checking a couple wise, of things out here. Movie-wise. The Hobbit. The I Hobbit. know you don't give a shit, but. Uh, no, I actually do. Really? Who are you? <laughs> no, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I looked forward to the Lord of the Rings movies. I, you know, I had a couple of problems with them. They're too fucking long. Oh, now let's put out DVDs that give you even more. Yeah, and that's awesome. Samples of them walking. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. You know? But, um. Yeah. Oh, to answer one of the one of the Facebook things here, um, I use I I had used duct tape on the um. I don't know how much I explained about putting the foam in and gluing all the the, the soundproofing in place oh, yeah. and everything. I used a, a shit ton of like Gorilla Glue, yeah. to hold it in place. But there's foam on the hood that that, that has a vinyl like piece. And it's kind of like remember the the roofs of old cars in the seventies uh, yeah, had all the, the like, little pinholes in yeah. it. The foam is so old that it just yeah. it does it's not it stuck to it anymore. So I tried to glue it, like glued the foam, glued the the uh, the other piece on to hold all the stuff in. Right. We didn't have the right glue um, that IMAX had used, so I could roll the edges around it and keep it in place. And the shit's so old that it was just wasn't cooperating with me. So I just used the duct tape. To like seal the edges yeah. and hold that on, but it's glued on like super tight. Cool. So just to just to answer uh, one of the posts I saw there, I I don't know. Let's do a break, and uh, while the break's going, I'll see what I can figure out. Yeah, it's out of club. Not that. <laughs> uh, here we go. Just eat it. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, perhaps you'd be interested in GleeCast. You watch your tone, young lady. Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best, or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You want to be me. Who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily. Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I? I just don't know anymore. I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. I'm going to ask you to smell your armpits. The right or the left? That's the smell of failure. Failure smells like dove. Mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent. Kind of makes me think of candy canes. Your resentment is delicious. Visit gleecast.potomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store. That's Gleecast with a K, part of the palaver.com family. That's P-A-L-A-V-R.com. Boy, the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards. We're working on that. All right, I'm here with Bill Byforce and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about Outside the Cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take us to church. Uh, What can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. Uh, is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. You review all these exploitation, <laughs> horror, comedy, cult, and often all-around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. Yeah. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a, a, a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one <laughs> That is one star too many. Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, Scott. Uh, that was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. Uh, I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. Totally worth buying concession stuff and everything. Yeah, but you know, good. being being a 
projectionist like every little thing it's like Ooh. every little thing drives you nuts yeah. yeah well i'm going to ltm tomorrow to see um silver linings play speaking of so. which ding dong the witch yeah is the dead. witch is bitch is gonna go fuck up another theater and that's a step down because that's a shitty theater. no that's not a step down it most certainly no is. no 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 that's not a step down it's that is that's about you can't go further down uh, aside from um that's a further step down than my shitty theater up. Well, it wasn't even a shitty theater. Somerville in, would have been a further step down, but I've I've known people that have gone to that Braintree Theater and they're like, I don't ever want to set foot in that fucking place again. Yeah, it's like, terrible. What's there was there's the hill, not not Cherry Hill, Chestnut Hill, Chestnut Hill. That's better than yeah Braintree. Braintree is probably the shittiest. What are they sending her there to die? I hope so. When is her last day? Because I want to send a know. card to her, and all I wanted to say, oh, I just want to write a note inside that says, um, "You get what you deserve," yeah. and I will sign my fucking name to it. Yeah, we all should put it on her windshield. Did you? See, I'll hand did it you, to. Did her. you see that Facebook posting that I mentioned? Yes, I went back and found it. For some reason, it didn't show up in my feed, but um, I found it. Yeah, yeah. That was I uh, commented. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I did see that. Fuck you. <laughs> I had to. Right? I know. I know. But yeah, I can't imagine. That means that that AMC is actually concerned about Liberty Tree Mall enough to send someone or good there. in their delusion they think that she can go and fix Braintree. Who knows? Or She's an asshole. What I really think is going to happen is they're going to send her to a different theater, which is what they should have done years ago. Yeah. And see if all the shit that she claims about LTM happens at this other theater. A bunch of people could have been spared jobs if Why they Why don't they just fire her because they don't like her? <laughs> they love her. I know. She's a backstabbing little cunt. There's Sorry. nothing little about her except her actual physical size. I hate her. She was walking She's... into the theater the other day, and I was driving by, and I think I told you this story off the show. Oh, yeah. And I had I was driving my mom to the mall so she could do some stuff, and I had the girls in the car with me, and I saw her. And the first thing I thought was, there's a fucking Yeti in that parking lot. Because she's got a lot of hair. And it's really unruly. Like, she's on her way to dreadlocks or something, right? And then I thought, if I was in that other parking lot, I'd probably try to hit her with the car. <laughs> and the girls would say, Dad, what did we hit? And I'd say, nothing important. Don't worry about it. And then I realized that, you know, I'm a good and just person and would not run her over with the car. I'd probably get out and hit her with a tack hammer or something. Yeah. Yeah, do something. Get your hands dirty. I don't wish physical harm on her. I do. I I, I wish mental and financial ruin <laughs> because that's what she did to the rest of us. Yeah, she's a twat. Oh, absolutely. Anyway, just, um, just a little uh, bit of you know, <laughs> I don't know justification. Oh, this is what we need to talk about. What Alamo Draft House? Oh uh, yeah, I think this is a great idea. I wish we would do it at my theater. I, I, I'm on a couple different different sides of this thing. Okay. Alamo Drafthouse new movie policy. Arrive late and you won't get in. I think that's perfectly fine. On the surface, sure. I, I have absolutely no problem with that. I think there's conditions to everything. Okay. First of all, it's not a live performance. Second, let me read this. Okay. That's second. Uh, excuse me. Don't you hate it when people show up late to the movie theater? The folks at the famed Alamo Draft House, Alamo, 
Alamo Draft House do too, which is why the theater chain's latest policy forbids late arrivals, so you better get your butt into that theater in a timely fashion. Let's see. The latest update on the official blog introduces the theater's latest policy, no late arrivals. This comes on the heels of the Draft House introducing a reserved seating system, which has been pretty divisive so far in the theater's hometown of Austin, Texas. I don't understand why that would be. Uh, Showcase down the street does it. And I like one that. theater, right? I don't know. I thought there were there were a few. I thought it was just the director's hall. <coughs> oh, maybe I don't know. I've only used. I it think that's twice. just the director's hall. And the only other time I've ever experienced that was I, when I went to see a movie in London twenty years ago. Okay. Um, that's the oh, that was the first time I ever experienced oh picking your seat at a movie theater. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but this new no late arrival policy seemed to enhance the reserve seating system while also relieving patrons of those folks who stumble in late and search for an empty seat disrupting everyone with their foolishness with the reserve seating system you can choose the seat number which is great for more crowded showings because you can show up whenever you want prior to showtime and find your seat that you selected in advance no worries about asking people to scooch down and make room for you when they've already ordered their beers um I had a conversation with with somebody, and uh, I said, uh, nobody ever asks me to move. <laughs> they just don't. Because, you're 17 feet tall. Well, also, when I go, I pick the front, front to back, middle row, yeah. side to side, right in front right. of the projector, because that's acoustically where everything's measured from, so right. it's the best place to sit. And if I'm in the dead center, where the fuck are you going to ask me to move? Yeah. Plus, I'll just look at you. And I'll say something in some made-up language. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, beer. This new policy seemingly works in conjunction with reserve seating, making sure that everyone shows up before the film starts to claim their seats so you don't get those late stragglers. That, this, this paragraph just restates the other paragraph in front of it. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was kind of wondering why you read it twice. I didn't. Weird. <laughs> um, okay. From the blog, we are very excited to announce the rollout of a new solution designed to minimize distractions and make the movie-going experience as pleasant as possible. It's an old idea and one we have given a lot of thought to over the years, but we agree with many of our customers that its time has come. Quite simply, no one will be seated once the film has begun. If you show up after the feature starts, you have missed it. And I think there's something very specific that people missed, and I even missed upon first reading. Um, the plane has left the terminal. If you bought in advance, we can apply your ticket to another show or refund your money, but will you will not be admitted to the theater. If a film starts at, say, 7.30, you're welcome to arrive anytime up to then. Head comfortably to your waiting seat and enjoy the show content in the knowledge that only people you'll see drifting past you in the darkness are stealthy ninja-like wait staff no more clumsy latecomers stepping on your rebucks and fumbling fumbling up your elbows as they squint at the menus in the dark and chat with their server about the beer specials during the movie's crucial opening scenes it's a pretty major change but a necessary one we hope you like the new procedure and as always we'd love to hear your ideas how to make it better okay why don't you like that because other chains are going to think this is a good idea. I think Alamo it's a great Dr- idea. No, it's not. Not outside of this. Not outside of the Brattle or um, small, like independent, like the new Beverly could do this. Showcase does this, and people will riot. This place serves beer, so obviously it. I'm going to guess they don't show a lot of family movies. Okay. Right? So that's fine. That's perfectly good for them to do because they're 
their their main clientele is probably people like us. Yeah. You know? And when I go to a movie... Wait. <laughs> bitchy white guys who don't want to be disturbed during a movie? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Um, as long as we're clear. Like when I... when I, when I just I, want to make sure everybody understands what we're talking about. <laughs> when I go to see The Hobbit... I am going to um, – uh, we're going to the IMAX, so it's one screen. So look how small you look there. I get a lot of that. Hi. Um, yeah, you can see me in all my glory. So so when um, when Ellen and I go to, this, to see The Hobbit at 6.30 on uh, Friday, the 14th, um, we're going to show up like an hour beforehand – because I don't want to sit f- four feet from the right. screen. I want a good for, seat. For the Dark Knight trilogy, Dan and I had, like like you said, from front, we were yeah. dead fucking yeah. center. We had the best seats in the place. Now, this this says two separate things here. And this is, this is, this is where they need to really spell it out. Because people like us that are going to go and see episode seven, and yeah. nobody's fucking with me while I watch it, if I get stuck in traffic or I blow a tire out. Notice I added the word out yeah. to that just to prevent Scott from uh, taking it. Um, I'm going to say your policy says until the feature starts, I have 22 minutes of trailers to get in there. See, so they say if you show up after the feature starts, you've missed it. Okay. But then it goes on to say if the film starts at 730, you're welcome to arrive anytime up to then. They need to clarify that. Is it when the feature starts, or is it when we start the the projector? Is I'll it be at honest, showtime? I'll be honest, because people will argue. No, about I know that. people will argue. What I hope, hmm. my hope, is that they mean if your show's time, your, your showtime, meaning the beginning of the trailers, seven thirty. Yeah. Okay, that's it. And that's going to be fine for everybody until you're late. Until you're late, it'll be fine. Until well then, Joe's late, it'll be fine. Then you know what? And then people won't think it's a good idea. Tough. I, but, but as long as as long as they are consistent with the rules and they're oh, fair yeah. about the rules yeah, that's and all fine. that kind what of I, shit. What I'm worried about is some shithead like that twat we were just talking about trying to tell me I don't get to go see Silent Hill 3D because I'm there at 731 in a 20-screen mall theater multiplex filled with 14-year-olds. That's think when that it's it, going to get th- out of hand. But I think that if it's if it's if it's a blanket policy and it's maintained, but and what what theater can maintain a blanket policy? We couldn't even maintain no outside food from, from usher to usher, taking tickets. We couldn't do that. You really think we're gonna we if we were still at that theater on our shifts we would be able to? Yeah, but they're gonna say, "Fine, fuck you, I'll go somewhere but the, else." But with this theater, you really can't. Like they. That's that's the theater yeah, you I mean, want to go to. Place. Yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about major. Like, so you think like a franchise kind of kind of thing? It wouldn't work. No, no, because you're gonna have the people that you know are gonna walk into a mall looking for a job. People that go to the Alamo Draft House and apply, or the people that go to the New Beverly or whatever and apply for jobs there. They're a little different, right, than the people we used to interview, right. 
the shitty ones that we didn't hire. <laughs> just to, just, Bell. just to make sure um, that nobody that we actually hired thinks we're talking about them. This is this is good for one offs or very, very small chains. But I can't see an AMC or Regal doing this. Because people say, fine, fuck it, I'll watch it at home. And that's what a majority of, of mainstream movie goes. But on the would flip say. side of that though, on the flip side of that, do you think that once a place starts to get a reputation for being a more pleasant place to go see a movie? Okay. Yeah. If you know if you know Right. That once shit's going to start, okay, you know that, you know what, there aren't going to be dumbass 14-year-olds in your rated R movie. Yeah. One, if you know that, you know what, trailers are going to start, Right. no one's coming in to, you know, step on your feet, find right. a place to seat, none of that. If you know that that's the way it's going to be when you go to a movie theater, right. aren't you going to be more prone to go and do that? Maybe, okay. maybe it's so, so what's depends. the quality of the it's, experience because every theater, and this is, we used to talk about this when we trained people all the time. Okay. W- Woburn and, and, and showcase and revere yeah. and Danvers, all of us do the same exact fucking thing. We show movies. Yeah. Okay. And sell popcorn. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's not so much the, what you're selling and what you're giving them. It's the experience so, Which is why if, attendance dropped off at our old theater exactly. because the experience was right a because it sucked it, because it sucked when that stupid cunt took march. over. So, yeah. um, so I, I I think that once the experience, if the experience is good and it's consistent, yeah, then you know what those people who are late, you know what, fuck them. I had people tonight. It was I mean Lincoln is a big movie. Right. People know it's a big movie. Yeah, people were coming in at at like. 640, 6.45. For what time? For a 7 o'clock show. Living. The parking lot is full. There's a line that they just waited in, like, going out the door. Okay. That they finally get to me, and they're like, oh, for the 7. I'm like, nah, sorry, 7 o'clock's been sold out for an hour. Are you kidding me? It's sold out? Or even worse. Well, you know why they're saying that? Because they know shit never sells out at your theater. That's why they're saying that. Well, because it, those are, so, that's your clientele. They it, go there because nobody else goes there. Well, they just. And I don't mean that. No, 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 no. I, 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 I know it's a great <laughs> theater because there's never a line. So, but it's, <laughs> but it's one of those things where, like, no, I'm telling you, it's sold out. It's just so I. I want to sell the cute person I want, behind yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, but it's it's one of those things, and the worst of the folks who. And no matter where you go, this is going to happen. The ones who ordered the tickets online two days ago, right. that's awesome. Great. But if you show up five minutes before it starts and you see the line going out the door, you're surprised that there's no seat for you? Fuck you. Uh, uh, a pre-order ticket guarantees you a seat. A seat. Yeah, not a seat together. Not a seat where you want it. That was creepy. Uh, well, hey, how many times have we <laughs> no, fucking shit. said it? I know, right? I, so, I have no problem with them doing it, but I'll tell I you, have no if, problem if, with I, if I worked at AMC and we got a memo that came down that said, no more seating after the movie starts, I'd be like, fuck this. I, I'm not doing this. Well, no, what they'd I have to do is you'd have to fight but the every thing is, though, 10 minutes. You would have to stop it at the the box office level. You'd have to shut off sales yeah, for then that. You Then it would be managers working a box office. It would... It would be, you'd have to shut it off, and again, initially it would be a problem. But for a six thirty show, you'd have to stop sales at 
six at at, at six. Okay, okay. Let's let's look at this from from another perspective too, because I want to tackle a couple different angles with this whole thing. I don't know how how many screens do you think the uh, draft house has? I don't know. Look it up. I should probably right. <laughs> if there was some way to. <laughs> If there was, Look, yeah. if there was a some sort um, of internet based way of damn it, I wish I had a thought of this first. <laughs> I could have looked it up. So if you had just written yourself a note, remember the yeah. Al- look this up. Remember the Alamo. Um, what was it? Was it Austin? Yeah. Okay, we'll do the Austin one. Contacting server, uh, Ritz Village. Ah. Oh. What's the problem? Nothing. There's just more than one. So I did you see a trailer for that new Schwarzenegger movie? No, it looks fucking horrible. Of course it does. It's a Schwarzenegger movie, and I'll watch it. <laughs> um, oh, this is for Friday. Let me go to Saturday. Okay, one, two. Okay, so in a theater that has one or two screens, or even three screens, it's possible because you can stagger the times enough where you don't have a shitload of people milling around. In a 20-screen theater where you're starting a movie every five, every ten minutes, you once the person's past the usher, you can't stop that. Well, that's the thing. To do it, you that's need, what I, that's, you need that's to have. The other point. I mean, there's logistical stuff. You need to have people... You need to have staff to help enforce. Which no one will hire you, to do that. Not just not to do just that. No. but you'd have to rearrange your 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 staff. It would it would be in a twenty screen theater. It would be nearly impossible to stop people from walking into a movie that just started or has been running. It really would be because we couldn't stop it anyway. I mean. We would catch people that were that were theater hopping after what the second or third movie they yeah. saw because they looked familiar. Yeah. But if we instituted that and somebody had to go from a 6.30 to a 7.30 show and then somebody walks into that theater 10 minutes after the movie starts because they just walked out of fucking Snow Dogs 3, you'd get you'd get ripped up one side and down the other. And that's why it would never really, work in a 20 You can't really lock theater. those doors, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Well, you could, well, then you could do what Showcase does and have it in... I mean, Showcase doesn't do the, 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 the timing thing. They do the reserved seating thing. Yeah. But if you did it in, in a 20-screen, say you did it in in your three biggest theaters. Okay. So that you could Just have three. So that yeah. you could have someone, you have Billy Campbell standing at the door, you know, telling so just people for the, they just can't for the go new in. Stuff. Just for the new stuff. Okay. I could, you know, I could so see that. So if you had, working. and then you, you, you heighten that experience, charge more for the ticket or whatever the fuck you want to do. charge more for the ticket. You know? But. Yeah. You heighten that experience a little bit. I so. think I think the layout of the theater has a lot to do with it too. Like, um, the all, most of the, I'm trying to remember all of the theaters at, at your all the all the auditoriums you enter in the back, so you're walking from the back row forward. Yes, all yes. of the ones at LTM Liberty Tree Mall, you it's from the front. you enter in the front, and that's more distracting. But if you walk into a half full theater from the back and you have any fucking common sense at all, you just jump right into the first empty seat and nobody's going to give a shit. Yeah. But you know, the problem being if you have any common sense at all, I know. that's a big tall order. But here's, here's the, the other thing that we, uh, 
Um, Jay says uh, we should stay, take Skype calls because he's screaming at his monitor. Oh, can um, we do that, or is that way too much? I don't. Money? I don't have it set up. I don't even know my login uh, anymore. Okay. I, I, I told Jay and Angie Are that I was you screaming gonna, um, at us or with us. Oh yeah, that's a good question. Um, if you're screaming with us at us, then I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Are we right or wrong? Well, I'm not arguing with 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 Alamo doing it. You know that that makes total. I wouldn't sense. mind seeing more of stuff like that because I think that there are things that you need to do now to enhance the experience. Well, there is because, one I mean, theater be that's because three D is not doing it. People, no, 3D people are ambivalent to a, to a three D. There's yeah. been nothing. I haven't seen anything in three D this year. I don't think did I? I saw. Um, oh, I saw Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's what I, I saw in uh, 3D. Beauty and the Beast, was that this year or last year? No, I saw Nemo recently. Oh, that was we never this, made it but to Beauty see Nemo. Beauty and the Beast was this year. But, yeah, so um, those those are the two that we saw. I may have seen something else. And then it'll be next year, it'll be Clones and Sith. Spider-Man, we didn't see that in 3D, did we? Nope. No. Nope, because you don't no, need to. we purposely didn't see right. that in 3D. right. Because I would rather, and Prometheus, Avengers, both times I saw Avengers... Um, because I want to watch the movie, yeah. uh, not fight my eyeballs to focus. Right, because then you, you're you're looking for it. You're right. trying to, you know. So yeah, there right. hasn't been much in 3D. Brave. We saw it flat. I think we saw it in 3D. Because yeah. I think that was what was playing at the time. Where did I see that? I think we went to Methuen and saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I. It, it, the thing is, like. Our audience is getting worse, or are we just at an age where we notice inconsiderate assholes more? Well, you know what I think. I think it's it, it's tough because one, we know the business, you know. Yeah. So we're exposed. Where I mean, like sitting down and watching a movie in a movie theater. I mean, it you leads, can't do it. No. Well, no, no, no. It 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 got to be uh-uh. for me, anyways. It got to be like sitting down and watching a TV show. You know, it was just that accessible. Oh, It'd see, be like, to me, it was it was criticizing every fucking thing going on around. Well, it me. just but it got to a point where you would you know you would sit there and go, okay, um, this is a little out of frame. I got to do this. It yeah. made it difficult to, it, it oh made it difficult to go to other theaters. Oh, it was impossible be- because then yeah. it's just like oh, if something's out of frame. I could just go up and fix it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've done I've done that countless times. I I will be honest. The first movie I saw on film this year was. Uh, Guardians. Yeah, and I was I my I I felt a little bad. Like yeah. I don't want to see anything on film anymore because digital. I know it's going to stay in frame. I know it's not going to yeah. lose any frames during the uh, during the build. I know that there's not going to be pops in the soundtrack, and your printing one has a scratch Excuse on me. it that goes away. It's there for maybe ten fifteen seconds. It was, probably came from when it was built, but it was scratched. Yeah, it's the first scratch I've seen. Since I scratched the print at work, but I scratched the fuck out of that. I did a really. <laughs> if there was a prize for scratching prints, <laughs> I did it. Um, but I built a replacement the next day. But um, fucking yeah. But uh, so I mean, I think that we're a little bit. We're not a great audience to talk. We're not a great pair to well, talk to about it because we are so sensitive. But the good to thing it. about something like this is, like, we can look at it from 
a normal moviegoer's point of view where, yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Would and be then fantastic. we say, wait, how the fuck do you implement right. that yeah, in, exactly. in a large scale? Yeah. In a small scale, looking at their websites and stuff, that makes sense. But you know what, though? I mean, for one thing, we know that 20 is a rare number. I mean, 20. Remember remember they, they, yeah. they would tell us that, like, you know, we, we, we'd seen the studies and had these conversations about how the actual ideal – size for a quote-unquote multiplex is not 20. It was like 25. It was like, I think it was like 14 or 16. But then there's like the Egyptian, there's a 30 somewhere. Can you imagine yeah, but 30 not, fucking screens? But I don't screens? think that they're building stuff like that anymore. No. I think that when they're building theaters Are they even now, building theaters anymore? They don't, unless they're, no. I mean, they're probably refurbishing or something, but I don't know if they're, re, they're I don't know, but anyway, anyway. But like 20 is is too big. I don't know. I didn't have a problem. You didn't have a problem. When well, we, when we it was also, it. I mean, that was the first theater I ever worked at. And oh, just okay. dealt with it. That was it like was the seventh. Real, yeah, but it was all I knew, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like you with twins, you know? Yeah. It'd be like, oh, how do you do? Well, he's well how the fuck do you think I do it? You do. You got two kids. This, one, this one has poop? You change yeah. it. You teach this one And then guess what? Right? The other one has poop right after. And then guess what? <laughs> the other one you just changed? They just pooped. You changed diapers like three times. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't. I mean, it was a little intimidating with the size. But the concession stand was about the. If you were to unfurl that round concession stand, yeah. it was just a little bit longer than Burlington's, and yeah. y- you we never filled that thing except on rare weekends. So at Liberty Tree, yeah, like every pet. Yeah, that's true. It was, but we had most of them. Most most of the time, it was the front six. Yeah. It was never the back four or however many. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't too much. It wasn't like intimidating or anything. But no, I don't know. I do and don't miss it now. Yeah. Because like I don't know when the fuck shit's coming out anymore. I don't. Well, know. that's the thing. That's you know that I for just the couple of days that I'm there, it at least keeps me in movies. It keeps me you know you talking know about yeah movies you know so that's why i why i stay the glamour of the show yeah but you know what i i i bought these two movies as like christmas presents that we already opened and watched but um <laughs> before that like i've been buying kids movies like stuff that they want to watch yeah. and i think i bought prometheus and that was it like i don't remember buying a- avengers i don't like, even but remember the DVDs. shit we used to come I used to come back with at least from like Suncoast and Best Buy oh, yeah. and Target. Yeah. Like I don't do that. I don't do that anymore. Either. I don't buy mostly, games. I don't buy Star Wars figures anymore. Mostly because anything I want to watch, I can either The accessibility does change. Yeah, the accessibility, yeah. the technology makes it so 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 I will buy so Blu rays though. Because they do look better than streaming because obviously being projectionists we notice artifacts and right. and all this other kind of stupid nonsense that nobody else would give a shit about. Right. But I mean, I don't the only ones who buy movies like Julie will buy movies or, you know, or we'll get stuff for the kids. Right. Um yeah. but a lot of stuff it's we'll just do do on demand. The app we have Netflix, yep. we have Apple TV, we have Hulu Plus. Right. Right. Um or quite frankly, I'll pirate. I'll say it. 
Come and get me. I um I I have HBO through whatever special plan. I got rid of now. all that. I got so, rid of all that. So I don't feel bad saying that um to get some audio for the show today I downloaded an episode of Bill Maher's show. I yeah. pay for HBO. So right I um, guess how long it took me to download the the H D hour long episode. Twenty minutes. Two and a half. Minutes? Yes. Nice. I was pretty fucking happy. I, I, I like set it up and, and I look I look away. I do a little stuff with my, my Simpsons tapped out game. By the way, if anybody's playing that, uh, find me through Facebook because I need more friendly cities to uh-huh. connect with. I played that. I, I collected all the money that I needed, checked on the progress I'm building the Springfield Library right now. And I look back up and I'm like, well, it's, it's done? What the fuck was it? A sample? <laughs> Angry Birds Star Wars is... Uh, where's the Hoth level? I know. I have three stars on everything. Where's the fucking hot level? The Death Star level. I don't have three stars on everything though. So, anyway. um, yeah. So, so it's it's good because like if, I think if, I think it's good, and if, I and I want to see if I was gonna go see Prometheus enhanced. or something. If those were around here, I would go there. I would because yeah. I would love to have a drink and like sit back and relax and know that if I'm gonna go watch Star Wars. Yeah, but that—that's the kind of thing too. Like I'm gonna go at midnight. The girls are gonna come with me at midnight. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna go because they'll that's be an, they'll be six, fifteen, seven, six, seven years old. That's fine. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. They're they're not gonna go to school the next day because about two o'clock we'll go again and we'll see it again because right. it's not gonna be bad. Yeah. Um, and that's the crowd. I want them. I I want that right. experience because that, that yeah exactly that's. That's the experience. Yeah. So. We'll, they have their lightsabers. You know, we'll probably get dressed up. It'll be fun. Yeah. But for other stuff like The Hobbit, like I know the people that are going to go to this IMAX are going to be quiet, cheer at the proper yeah. points. I'm taking Cole the morning you know? of when Hobbit opens. Yeah. I'm not going to do the midnight. He won't make it. Yeah. And he's a bitch when he's tired. Ellen has to work, so. obviously, because it's yeah. a Friday. So we're going to go at 6.30, which means we'll get home about 9.30, 10 o'clock. Um, which, that's not too bad. Super fucking long. But that's yeah. fine. And I am so... I cannot s- express how just pleased I am that uh, Freeman is Bilbo. Yeah. I can't think of another actor yeah, no, that perfect. I would love to see in that role more. Yeah. So. It'll be good. But past that, I mean... I don't even know what's coming out next year. Like this, this draft for next year when we do the movie thing. It's going to be tough. Maybe. I don't know. Because you got a couple of big things. What? Iron, Iron Man, Man 3? 3. Hmm. I'll see it. I'm interested. I don't hmm. know if it's going to be that big. I don't know. It'll be big. Know, it's pretty but dark. Like what is the big, big one going to be? Um, is the second Hobbit out next year? I think so. All right. That'll be pretty big. I don't know. Something else. I don't know. Um, should we take a break? Um, oh, hey, James is in there. Hey, James. So he can hear us play his music at the end. Cool. Um, yeah, why don't we do the other break, and I'll see if I can find something else that's like mildly entertaining. All righty. Like, it's been such a slow fucking week. Like, I feel bad I that know. we don't have better news. Wouldn't it be funny if I didn't unmute us for that whole segment? <laughs> oh, tell me you did. No, I did. Everything's fine. That would suck. Okay, so uh, we're going to do this break. And next week, everybody, uh, better camera angle. Better camera angle next week. 
Just watch your mouth or I'll sit on you. The word is out. Better treat me right. Cause I'm the king of cellulite. Ham on, ham on, ham on whole wheat. All right. My zippers bust, my buckles break. I'm too much man for you to take. The pavement cracks when I fall down. I've got more chins than Chinatown. When I never used a phone booth and I never seen my toes. Ken Foray. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film, and it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mail Order Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the the cutting edge of of reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune in to Mill Harbor Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. Episode of Night of the Living Podcast. Is Andy home? Oh, me so sorry. He in the hole right now. You follow me. Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin? That's weird. Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner. This computer's just knife enthusiast websites in American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here. Palaver.com. Palaver. Okay, Palaver. Whatever, I Palaver. think. Yeah, he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh, Night of the Living podcast discussions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, maybe we should get the hell maybe out of here. Maybe we should go. Yeah, I think we should. Hey, guys, you ready to record? <laughs> If you're a fan of horror films, you should check out Night of the Living Podcast at NOTLP.com. I'm gonna need my own zip code. When you only have seconds, I'm having 20 thirds.
All right, so I picked, this, uh, I picked that music because it was Thanksgiving, so it was Eat It and Fat. I thought that was funny because um, yeah, that's the no, kind of mood was I was good. in. So you asked me – let me let me get the – let me do this a little bit here. Hey, you fixed that demo thing. I did. I found demo off. <laughs> it was that simple. It really was. So we had a house inspection because we changed insurance companies because, uh, like I said, it was last week or the week before, the company that insured us decided to leave the state. So our house is old. It's going to be 100 years old in a few years. So, like, it's got old, old wiring. We have yeah. a fuse box, you know, some of the pipes. One of the pipes had burst a while ago. And just, like, like the outside of the house was painted. And some of it was sanded when, when Ellen's father was still alive. And we're going to get it sided. But then we had kids. And mm. you know how it works, right? Oh, yeah. So My house is 212 years old. Oof. I like that staircase you got in there, though, that goes up one side of the house. But you have three floors. I have two. I do. You have technically four. I count the basement as a floor. I don't. I hate the basement. A, I have I not been in the basement in a month. <laughs> Literally, seriously. I sent Cole down there to let me know how much oil we have left. Yeah. And, oh, by the way. And I don't go down there. Since our oil burn has been, been fixed, like we don't use any oil at all when yeah. the thing comes on. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> um so the house in my head is a lot worse off. It's in a lot worse shape than I think it is. Um, so I should actually move this over here so we can see that we're still recording. Um, I just hope we don't hit that limit that we normally hit. It's weird, yeah. Right. I don't know. There's some limit that GarageBand allows you, and then you have to stop and... But if we do that, whatever the chat will hear. So I think oh, the house is worse me. off because, so like, sleepy. you know, we I grew up in um like a ranch tract house kind of thing where it's like yeah, we built fifty of these on this road kind yeah. of thing. So it's like every house looked the same, and you know, every door in this house is slightly different than the other door because her grandfather built it when he moved here from Finland and stuff like that a hundred years ago. Um, so I was worried about the inspection because there's stuff that we've done, but since then, like, a window cracked. Right. You know, we had the storm. There's branches all in the backyard, and we made it look as good as we could. The, the, we need landscaping done, but, you know, we're paying for preschool because intelligent yeah. children is better than a house that makes me feel good to look at. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So I was concerned that the house inspection would be like, oh, well, you need to fix these 47 things that cost $200,000 before we can insure you because that's what I worry about. And um, <laughs> the day after we did that show, in the mail I got this giant packet that was the insurance policy. Yeah. And they needed to come and take pictures and like look around as a, okay, this is the condition it's in when we insure right. it. So we have a reference point. It was supposed to take an hour and um, she was here for like, 10 minutes literally 10 minutes yeah yeah because she had 20 other houses she had to do so she checked the bathroom upstairs she took pictures she looked in here and she's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and my wife said yeah he's been collecting star wars stuff since you know since it came out now and were you home no i see that's the thing i was supposed to take the girls to school um and be home before she got here yeah. she got here at 25 after and i got here at like half at, at the half hour and um she was done five minutes after that 
Wow. Awesome. Yeah. So I guess she she said down and she's like, yeah, my brother has a pretty big collection too. I'm like, oh, good. I don't, I don't need the insurance company thinking we're a bunch of fucking weirdos. Should have asked her what it would have been to insure it all. I'm sure that's going to come up at some point now because they know and like I don't have it all in tubs right. somewhere. Um, so it was it was nothing. It was just a, a baseline. This is this is the condition the yeah. house is in, and we have plans to get some stuff done next year. Like we have wooden gutters that have like fucking plants growing in them because <laughs> like. It's wooden gutters. They're right. they're filled with moss. They've been filled with moss for like twenty years. So the rain just comes off and it and it shoots off the side of the house. And one half of one side of the house is a driveway. So there's no erosion going on there. I don't know, whatever, right? <sighs> I gotta read this story. Who posted this? Joe posted this story. Woman busted for driving 100 mile an hour, miles an hour was, quote, letting the Lord's spirit guide me. <laughs> look at her. That's a oh, wonderful, look at that. the Lord's wonderful picture. The spirit should have guided her past the Twinkies. <laughs> a woman in Florida says that God told her to drive 100 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour zone while blowing her horn at 1 a.m. on Tuesday morning. <laughs> To that I say meth, not that even once. Awesome. Officers in Fort Pierce observed 41-year-old Melissa Miller driving a silver Toyota south on US-1 with her arm out the window and blowing her horn for 10 seconds. That's a long time yeah. to blow a horn, actually. Normally horns come within five or six seconds. <laughs> uh, Sorry, that was terrible. According to a police report attained by WPTV, the car allegedly increased speed before later coming to a stop on Virginia Avenue. Miller told officers she was driving so fast, quote, because I was letting the Lord's spirit guide me, the report said. The woman also insisted that the excessive horn blowing was due to the Lord telling me to do it. Yes, a hundred miles an hour, she reportedly replied when officer asked her how fast she was driving. Miller faces charges of reckless driving, speeding, and violating probation on an earlier conviction for leaving the scene of an accident with injuries. Who does she think she is, Amanda Bynes? She was being held at the St. Lucie County Jail in lieu of $375 yeah, bail. St. Lucie crazy fucking person's home. Also, if you think that God is telling you to speed, you need <laughs> you need a psychiatric evaluation. No, you need to turn into a fucking wall is what you need. Just to do. saying, oh, God told me to should be instantly, <laughs> instant psych evaluation. Okay? How come when if God it's... tells people to do freaky shit, no one goes, really? Yeah. Are you sure that's a... Abraham, uh... I want you to kill your son. You... You sure? Right. <laughs> no, but like like how can how can she be sane? No. No, that's I'm I'm not even being a, an atheist douchebag right now. If anybody thinks that God tells them to do something that is so reckless and stupid, they need to be evaluated. Maybe, maybe she thought that was just her out. She's like, "Oh, and and if they don't let me off, I will uh, I will scream religious persecution." She watches, I bet you she watches a lot of Fox News. <laughs> it's not like she's reading any newspapers or anything like that. Well, I don't think she's reading much of anything. 
All right, let me see. I'm not. I won't give you the order form for the belt buckle I ordered the other day to okay. read. So I'll give you this. All righty. Everybody can watch Frank stumble through an email. All right, now I can do this. All right. <laughs> Why stumble? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just saw, saw a, a terrible, terrible headline. What? Eight people injured as explosion destroys Massachusetts strip club. Which strip club? Oh, in Springfield. Wow, that was up pretty quick. Okay. An explosion fueled by a gas leak has injured eight people and destroyed two buildings in downtown Springfield, Massachusetts, including Moe's Tavern. Get it, Springfield? I got it. Yeah. No, because I got notices on my phone that there was a gigantic, like, massive gas leak, like gas explosion in Springfield. And I'm like, wow. That's... And then destroyed a strip club. I guess God really does work in mysterious ways. <laughs> And doesn't want to tip the hookers. Anyway, all right, so this one is from James the Dork. Yes. Subject, on the possible success of secession. Yes. First thing, if Texas secedes, one of you guys need to make up a spare bedroom for Angela and I to stay in while we get settled because I am (laughs) fucking moving up north. Second thing, Texas does not want to secede. None of the states with petitions on whitehouse.gov want to secede. Assholes from the Internet want those states to secede. If you look at the petition for Texas, about half the signatures aren't even from Texas. Last thing, <laughs> petitions on whitehouse.gov don't mean shit. I think it's a brilliant idea, and I applaud Obama for setting it up, but he grossly underestimated the power of the Internet. Uh-huh. Anyone can <laughs> yeah. post a petition. Once it gets to 150 signatures, it becomes searchable on the site. At 25,000, the administration has committed to reviewing and addressing the subject. However... It doesn't mean anything has to or will come of it. It just means they will acknowledge that uh, you got to the Internet. You got the Internet to click a link. (laughs) That's a good point. Some people have it in their head that because the Texas petition has over 100,000 signatures, that means we're on the cusp of becoming our own nation. Not going to happen. No. I wouldn't be shocked if Obama were to get Rick Perry to go on record as saying it's not going to happen. Truth be told, they need to bump the, quote, we'll address it number to 100,000 because, let's face it, the Internet is full of idiots. So 25,000 signatures in the age of Facebook and Twitter is nothing. So true. My personal history with online petitions. In the late 90s, 96 or 97, I think, Lollapalooza had to deal, uh, deal set up on their website where you had a deal set up on their website where you could vote for what bands you wanted to see added to the tour. Cool idea, right? Yeah, that was. The problem came is when they decided when they added a write-in section and used absolutely terrible code that didn't limit you by IP or anything. So you could literally vote as many times (laughs) as you could stand. At the time, I was a pretty huge fan of everyone's favorite punchline, Insane Clown Posse. So... Myself and I guess about a dozen others decided to do a writing campaign to get them on Lollapalooza. Within a week, ICP was at the top of the list by a huge margin, but here's where it gets interesting. It explains why internet petitions are bullshit. Yeah. The number two spot was an unsigned band that no one had ever heard of. Over the course of a couple of weeks, you saw number one and number two spots being traded between a group that was pretty big, that had a blah, 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 blah. Between a group with a pretty big cult following and some shithead band that had one EP out. Because, as I mentioned earlier, there was no limit to the voting. After a couple weeks of that, Lollapalooza took down the voting altogether. Moral of the story. 
don't get excited about bullshit on the internet. I've seen it way too many sites freaking out about the secession shit. And just as Frank said, pissed off assholes stomping around like babies. They'll get over it. Love and kisses. James the dork. Yeah, people really said people really were sore losers about this election, weren't they? Yeah, just shut the fuck up and get on with it. Man, I saw it's 2016 when it's an interesting race. I saw in the tunnel on the way out of Boston to the Tobin Bridge. Before I fall on it. Um, there was, uh, you know how there's the grating, the storm grating for, uh, for drainage yeah. on the side. Um, I saw this tattered, dusty, dirty, greasy, beat up Scott Brown sign, like yeah. stuck in the thing. <laughs> and it, it looked, it was, if traffic worked so that I was stopped right next to it, I would have taken a picture of it cause it was perfect. Yeah. It, it, it just, it just encapsulated how I saw his whole Indian like claim yeah. just like dirty politics like in a tunnel with <laughs> shitty yellow light in the was the oh, sewer so drain and like you know so, like i guarantee you i could find the picture on google because somebody <laughs> must must have put the thing there and taken a picture of it themselves like they must have set it up yeah. after three days though it was gone but that's three days of like thousands of people driving right. by that's awesome Ah, uh, yeah. That was funny. So is it yeah, yeah. time, I guess? That I must be you. Is. Yeah, it is. It's time. All right, let me adjust the sound here. This is what everybody's waiting for. I don't oh, know can I say something? My daughter. Guess, yeah. can I, my daughter. <laughs> Tease. Uh, so my That's daughter, a, yeah. about a month, kind of a couple months ago, said uh, she wanted to get an iPhone 4S. Okay. All right. What you got now? She uh, had a, uh, she's got a, a 3GS. Okay. One of my old ones. Right, right. I'm like, all right, fine. I said, well, Christmas is coming. She says, I don't want to waste a Christmas wish on that. She said, but I don't want to waste a Christmas wish on the $400 pocket computer. Right. So <laughs> she said, uh, I like her. She said that she'll save up for it. I'm like, all right, because we pay her, pay her to babysit and stuff. Okay. Like yeah. that. I'm like, all right. I said, uh, remember, you got to sock some away as well to save. And she says, yep. And uh, she uh, she also said that she was going to... Uh, I spilled alcohol her. on my face. <laughs> How the fuck did I do that? Drunk face. Oh, my so God. She um, she said she was also going to use her own money for Christmas gifts this year for the rest of us. I'm like, all right. So last week she plopped down $100 for the iPhone 4S. She says, let's do this. Huh. It's like, okay. And I got to tell right. you, Siri is pretty cool. Is it? It it is pretty cool. The way it learned, like when the first time she said, Text my dad. Okay. You know, and it sort of asks, Who's your dad? You know, oh, it, oh, you know the, the phone right, asks, Who's, who's your, your daddy? daddy? Right. Yeah, nice. So uh, but it's it's really kind of neat and stuff like that. Um So you could actually get it to learn to respond to text that douchebag. You could because you give people like nicknames and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, she, uh, text now, fatty number four. She's got, she's got the, what she, she brags. She's got the, the best phone in the house now. Oh no. I know. She's my kid. So, oh, so she comes up to me and, uh, and she's just like, she's like, she's got her phone in her hand and she goes, dad, don't you love when Siri? Oh, never mind. You don't have that. She just sort of walks away. I said, 
hey, Olivia, I bet that I can shut off your phone <laughs> faster than you can cut that crap out. <laughs> she gets real serious. She's like, sorry, Daddy. Yeah. But she um, – Oh, we, we had speaking ordered, of – No, wait. This, we okay. ordered a, a bumper case for it. So yeah. it arrived in the mail when I was doing Mystery Cafe. Uh-huh. Um, and – I said, "Oh, that's awesome! Take a picture of it and send it to me. Take a picture." She said, "Oh, she she was specific. She goes, my phone looks great in it.' I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome! You should take a picture and send it to me." And my buddy in the street cafe just goes, "Dude, you are so fucking cruel." <laughs> <laughs> so Olivia's just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like, use a mirror, dummy. Oh, terrible! Calling your daughter a dummy. Yeah, I've noticed my girls have already figured out the uh, when to use mommy and daddy instead of mom and dad. Uh, and uh, they'll come in, Daddy. Uh, I'm Dad. Don't start that with me. What did you do wrong? Because I'm not gonna fall for that crap. They start to cry, and I will try yeah. do my damnedest to remain uh, like yeah. stone cold and be like, <laughs> you know. Today Ripley came came in the house where they were um, 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 the girls were out with Ellen to visit her mom, and uh, I got home from work before them. And Ripley just decided to go into the kitchen and get Cheez-Its. And she dropped it and they fell on the floor. Nice. And um, I walked out there and I said, because she, she had walked away. She's like, I guess I'm not going to have Cheez-Its. <laughs> Fuck this. Right. And she left, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I am not letting the dog eat a half a fucking box of che- Cheez-Its. So Ellen came in the room and, and, and I said, all right, look, we need to decide what to do with her. And I'm pointing at her face yeah. while she's doing that. She spilled these on the floor, and she, we need to decide what to do. And now she's freaking out a little bit. But the thing is, like, they kids need to know that there are consequences yeah. for things. So I said, well, she needs to get the dustpan and broom, because I'm not going to make it easy for her. Right. You know, she needs to, every opportunity to, to enhance fine motor skills. Exactly. You know, this is a good thing. So she needs to get the dustpan and broom and sweep them up, and you and I will discuss whether or not she goes up to bed for the rest of the night. <laughs> right? It, it's it's like six, Some six fucking Cheez-Its, Dad. But Jesus. the point is, she did it without asking. Yeah. And oh, she, yeah, and she that, yeah. wasted food. Yeah. So, and... um. She finished, she swept them all up, she threw them out, then she apologized without being prompted. I said, next time you're going to go to bed, and I don't care what time of day it is. Which is a threat to a child (laughs) and a gift to an adult. God, I would love that. But that's the thing, like, I only have to tell them something once, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I told you on, on Halloween, Nova, do you want to stomp at more houses and trick or treat some more? No, thank you. I have enough candy. What fucking four-year-old <laughs> says that? You will get you. We'll go, go fucking trick or treat. We're going again. Oh, yeah, Nova. What do you want to be for Halloween? You want a black canary or Batgirl? No, I want to be Morticia Adams. Oh what? fuck, I'm in trouble. <laughs> what are you gonna be next year? H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> next year, they both want to be Poison Ivy. That's going to be tricky. It'll change. I hope so. Oh, it definitely will. Because like that, that's like a green bodysuit and leaves yeah. and no, red it'll wig. Definitely actually, the Merida wigs actually would be pretty good for a Poison Ivy outfit. So that's not so bad. 
But yeah, it definitely will change. So anyway, um, Reverend Scott says his daughter was Harley Quinn. And to that I say, oh, that's cool. I say don't tell Nova because she will want to be her best friend forever. Because <laughs> now it's all Harley. It's all They didn't like yeah. Harley for a while there, but now they like her. Harley Quinn's kind of cool. Yeah. Crazy. But, but they still get most ex- the most excited for Huntress and Black Canary. Because it's a dark-haired girl and a blonde girl, yeah. and they're best friends, and they fight, and sometimes they're friends. So, um, all right, what else we got? Well, Scott says he got an autograph from Tara Strong for. So, Scott just is teasing me all over the place. So, <laughs> ooh, that sounds yeah. dirty. So anyway, uh, this. Dear Lord, <laughs> the American people have made their choice. Nice. They decided that America must change its course away from the principles of our founders and away from the idea of individual freedom and individual responsibility, <clears throat> away from capitalism, economic responsibility, and personal acceptance. Sing it, preacher. We are a country in favor of redistribution. Redistribution. National weakness. Weakness. What? What? <laughs> And reduced standards of living and lower and lower levels of personal freedom. Reduced freedom. What? What? <laughs> My regret, Lord. Regret, Lord? My regret, Lord, is that your, our young people, including those in my own family, never will know what America was like or might have been. They will pay the price <laughs> in their reduced standard of living and most especially... Especially... Reduced freedom. Freedom. Reduced freedom? Reduced freedom. Come on down to Crazy Joe's. We're reducing. I'm pretty sure either you have freedom or you don't. The takers outvoted the producers. Those takers. In response to this, I have turned to my Bible and in two whatever fucking gives a shit says, (laughs) to faith. We are to add goodness. To goodness, knowledge. To knowledge, self-control. Self-control. To, to self-control, perseverance. What? <laughs> and to perseverance, godliness. To godliness, kindness. To brotherly kindness, the love. leg bone connected to the head <laughs> Lord, please forgive me I and you said with that. me in Murray Energy Corp. For the decisions that we are now forced to make to preserve the very existence of any of the enterprises that you have helped us build. We ask for your guidance <laughs> in this drastic time with the drastic decisions that will be made to have any hope of our survival as an American business Drastically. Enterprise. Amen. And all you fuckers are fired. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumbasses. <laughs> I, I never went back and listened to that, but with the with the organ music, it's so that funny. funny. Last rites with Reverend oh. Scott. <laughs> Let's play this clip from this dumbass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, Chris and Frank. That's an this intro, is right? Reverend Scott. <laughs> I like that. Hi, Scott. Uh, this hey, is, Scott. This like is, Reverend Scott, Scott? Yeah. 
Indeed it is. Back again with the last ride segment because I'm such a great guy. Then again, he's a douche. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, guys. And speaking of Thanksgiving, it's a good thing I'm a holy man because I encountered some holiday attitudes so shitty yesterday that it was all I could do to keep my cool. I decided that instead of just telling you about it, I'd play the recording of the conversation I had with that lady on the phone instead. This is great. Normally you pay like $12.99 a minute for this. Exactly. Only in this case, there won't be any farm animal noises that you're used to, Frank. (laughs) I think you should enjoy this almost as much as Chris's college experimental videos. Which is really good if you need like a giant like meat-loaded penis. (laughs) I'll set this up a little bit first. I was having some problems with the internet, and I decided to call up my internet service provider for some help. Apparently, it was beyond my level of expertise, and I felt kind of like Chris after he listens back to every episode of Are You Serious? This is dumb. How do I fix this? <laughs> a conversation I had with their IT department on Thanksgiving Day. It's already a few minutes into it, so by now, she was already flying off the handle. Okay, I understand you probably don't want to be working on Thanksgiving, but something is wrong with my internet. You're dumber than shit. Excuse me? You're the one that's supposed to fix it, and apparently you can't figure that out figure out how to use the fucking internet or get the fuck off of it. I know how to use it, thank you. There's no need to get irate about it. You want to see me become a bitch? No, you don't. Nobody does. I won't. I'll calm down. I won't be. I'll calm down. Good. Calm down. Thank you. Fuck you! You really hate your job, don't you? God, I'm sick and tired of this shit. God, all fucking mighty. How do you swear so much and still have a goddamn job, woman? I'm a bitch. I swear, and I don't give a fuck who hears it. A bitch? That doesn't even begin to cover it. You're fucking unhinged. You want to call me unhinged? I am. You'd be right. I am totally fucking unhinged right now. Just fix my internet. Kiss my ass! You know what, bitch? Tell me your real name. My real name is Shelly L. Dankard. Okay, Shelly L. Dankard. You're lucky I don't live there. You're too fucking stupid to live here! How about I come over there and show you what happened to the last crazy bitch I talked to? You want to really do it? I'll give you my fucking address. (laughs) Google my goddamn name, find it yourself, and show up unannounced! Fine, bitch. I hope you're there to greet me at the fucking door. I'll be happy to fucking greet you at my door. I'll be happy to find you in my bedroom in the middle of the night, you asshole. Whoa, whoa. I ain't going anywhere near your fucking bedroom at night. Come on over. I'll fucking kill you and I'll enjoy doing it. You goddamn motherfucker. Here's an idea. How about you do your goddamn job and fix my fucking internet? You are of no use. To anybody. Well, of course I'm of no use. My fucking internet. How many times can I fucking tell you that? This is such bullshit. Do you not care that your tech support is fucking worthless? I've reached a point in my life. I'm 41. And I achieved this about two years ago, where I don't give a fuck what you think of me. Two years? I haven't even known you for two minutes, you crazy bitch. I really don't care. If you're not in my life on a daily basis, kiss my ass. I don't give a shit what you think of me, and my God, is that a good feeling or what? It really is. And so that's how I live my life. 
I wish you would instead lived your fucking life fixing goddamn computers like you <laughs> paid to do. I just got a computer four years ago, so excuse me. It took me about a year to teach myself how to properly use it. Jesus Christ, my seven-year-old daughter's been using computers longer than you. Is that settling well with you? It's not settling well with me. Don't worry, my daughter's looking at the computer now. Look at that. Look. This is a social computer in this house, and we all share it. She needs to use it, too. Your fucking mouth. <laughs> Fall in line and love Socialist America, cause that's what you got. The fuck are you talking? <laughs> fucking drunk? What are you drinking, bitch? My beer and my goddamn butterscotch schnapps. <laughs> wah wah wah. Eat me. You know what? My daughter <laughs> fix it. It's working now. You can thank her for it. Fuck you and thank you so much. You've been so helpful. Now get the fuck out of the way. Thanks for fucking nothing, bitch. Well, there you have wow. it. Thank God for a seven-year-old. Or I don't think I would be able to even send you a segment this week. Oh, my God. Have. That's so Maybe funny. Maybe I should just wrap it up for this week, guys. Uh, all right. I'm bored of this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't take this crap. Well, then, as I always say, fuck you, you whiny bitches. <laughs> no. <laughs> love, guys. <laughs> Are you serious? It's full of such fucking stupidity, isn't it? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, that, that was, was a good one. That was good. Fantastic. As always, Scott, thank you. Uh, yeah, I noticed about that. We're at episode 223. Yeah. Wow. We spend a lot of time doing this. Yeah. Wow. Well, if this is 223, then that's over 600 hours. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Easy. Easily. Wow. This is going to be a really expensive double album. Yeah, you need to get closer to your microphone. I said this is going to be a really expensive double album. (laughs) Uh, So... Anyway. We got anything left? No, I don't think so. All right, let's try and time this the right way. Let's see what what we can do. Because I got the whole closing on here as well. So, um, actually, we're gonna we're gonna do this real quick, and then uh, then we won't have this problem where it's gonna stop and whatever and tell me we don't have enough space to finish the show. So, I totally forgotten about that crazy lady. That was awesome. Yeah, huh? I feel bad that he had to listen to that all over again. That was so great. But uh, what oh, can you do? My really, name you know? What does that say? What's that? Someone said my name. Uh, it says Frank. You are a sexy censored. I've never. I, I haven't seen too many censored. censoreds, so I, I can't. I don't know what a sexy one looks like. I am like. a sexy censored. Who said that? <laughs> uh, firing cheese balls. Nice. <laughs> so let's see if we can time this with the closing music. So it's Are You Serious Podcast at gmail.com or you can go to areyouseriouspodcast.com, click the tab on the right-hand side, and leave us a voicemail message that way. Yeah. Or you can uh, That's find it. We're done. Facebook. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
still there? All right. New rules. Someone must explain to General Petraeus that just because you're wearing camouflage while getting blown, people can still see you. <laughs> Now that we've learned so much about General Petraeus, General Allen, and everybody else involved in this mess, every nation must acknowledge that when we say we have the greatest fucking military in the world, we mean we have the greatest fucking military in the world. Nero, someone has to explain to the guy with the Romney face tattoo that even if Mitt had been elected and he had created 12 million new jobs, None of them are going to a guy with a face tattoo. <laughs> I like the white chin studs, too, because real zits are so hard to maintain. <laughs> but you know what? If you find yourself saying to your stylist, make me look like the situation, only less classy, there is no election that can change your life. <laughs> New rule. <laughs> Everyone needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> Authorities say Holly Solomon ran over her husband with a Jeep because he did not vote for Romney. Although when I read Angry Wife Runs Down Husband with Jeep, I thought this Petraeus thing just keeps getting crazier. <laughs> and this is one partisan woman. She says she would have backed up and ran over her husband again, but who could afford to with Obama's gas prices? <laughs> New rule, Playboy magazine must stop trying to make me horny for a woman who would be 86 years old if she weren't, you know, dead. Yes, gentlemen prefer blondes, but even more than that, a pulse. Some like it breathing. If death comes with any perks at all, one of them has got to be guys stop jerking off on your picture. And finally, new rule, now that he's been re-elected, President Obama must get back at all those right-wing hacks who tried to paint him as an angry black man pushing a liberal agenda by becoming an angry black man who's pushing a liberal agenda. <laughs> now, uh, I have been mostly holding my tongue about the president this past season because I didn't want to muddy the waters in a country where you only get two choices. But... Mr. President, there are two ways to look at your 51 to 48% victory. One is we love you. The other is we like you 3% better than Mitt Romney. <laughs> and by the way, let us never speak that name again. <laughs> Mitt. <laughs> let it be a dark and buried memory of a close call with a creature, equal parts pure evil and excellent posture. <laughs> Like getting dry humped in a crowded subway by Roger Moore. <laughs> now, I like this president. And all those secret strategy meetings we had with me and him and George Soros and the new Black Panthers. <laughs> I found him to be very agreeable. Allah be praised. But... <laughs> But it is now the job of progressives to hold his feet to the fire for causes important to us. If not now, when? There's no third term, Mr. President, so you might as well throw caution to the wind. 
because it's not like we're using it to produce energy. <laughs> yes, clean energy. That's just one of many issues, like civil liberties, the drug war, the drone war, the war war, gun control, that have been on my mind these last four years. And let's just say I have been waiting to exhale. And by that, I mean I've been holding my nose. <laughs> but you're free now. With no more elections to win, you are free to never again have to kiss the ass of coal miners and say the words, clean coal. There is no such thing. There's no such thing as clean coal. It's like saying internet privacy or Tea Party intellectual or <laughs> Fox News journalist. Another priority should be cutting the defense budget. We're the home of the brave. Let's prove it by getting by with one less submarine. Yes. We were involved in a struggle against a radical enemy bent on our destruction. But the election is over. <laughs> And we need to recognize that America has the same problem with the defense budget that Mrs. Petraeus has with her husband's penis. It's swollen, and we can't bring ourselves to touch it. <laughs> as far as Afghanistan goes, I know you said we're leaving in 2014, but look at it this way. Enemies are always on guard for a surprise attack, but they would never suspect a surprise retreat. <laughs> really, we can leave right away, because we have figured out something the Afghans haven't. Air travel. <laughs> And as long as we're ending wars, how about the war on drugs? Two states, Colorado and Washington, have actually legalized pot now, which gives you as president the rare opportunity to improve the world by doing absolutely nothing. Just tell Eric Holder to stay the hell out of Boulder. And if the conservatives bitch about it, throw states' rights back in their face. Isn't that their big theme? Send it back to the states, the will of the people. Well, this is the people who in those two states on election day got up off the couch and drove their 1987 Toyota Tercel <laughs> with the visualized world peace bumper sticker on the back to the polls and voted to stop the drug war and then drove home and got back on the couch. <laughs> And finally, instead of rewriting Social Security, how about rewriting the Patriot Act? How about another look at rendition and warrantless searches and wiretaps? And how about stop listening in on our phone calls and reading our emails? I'm not a teenager and you're not my mom, okay? And besides, there is a much better way to confirm your suspicions that I'm smoking weed and hanging around with the wrong people. Just watch the show! <laughs> That's all you get, jerks!